This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Cami Starr of Exodus, Nibiru Khan of Behemoth, and Taliesin Truestrike of Fairy. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. I don't get it. Ascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Episode number 90. Just 10 more episodes to go till episode number 100. Guys, thanks so much for joining us here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. We are, of course, live from Eorzea. Let's kick it on over to our studios. If you would like to join us live, you can join us at our uh, house at the Goblet. That's the fifth ward, plot number 30 on the Sergeant Tannis server. And uh, I can't help but notice that there's been uh, some some remodeling that's gone on. Yeah, you like that? Uh, uh, well, I like the desk. I, I like that we don't have that humongous round table yeah, the anymore. Round, the round table was a little bit much, I'm not going to yeah. lie. That, yeah. that, like, the round table implies too much equality. Yeah. 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 I noticed people were, like, sitting next to us, and I was like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is a this is a one to many broadcast. <laughs> it's a five to many. Well, sometimes it's a five so to many sometimes, broadcast. If we're lucky, it's a five. Usually, to many. it's a four, it's a three, three, three to many broadcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us uh, here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio, Limit as well. And uh, I, I also want to thank everyone for being so patient at uh, the start of the show. The uh, live listeners who are listening, of course, at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. We promise it was worth it. It definitely was worth it. Uh, we were about 30 minutes late starting the show today. Uh, and it's for very good reason, because uh, we were recording an interview with Austin Creed, a.k.a. Xavier Woods of the WWE. And he came on to talk about his gaming channel, Up, Up, Down, Down. Which is awesome. And it's a great interview. Believe me, it's a great discussion. You'll want to join us. We're going to air it live over at Final Encounter Cast this afternoon. Uh, So make sure you join us over there. Twitch.tv slash Final Encounter Cast. That's coming up at 5 p.m. today. And uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you want to hear that. That's over at FinalEncounterCast.com. So thanks, guys, so much for hanging on and being patient. We really, really do appreciate it. We know uh, how how frustrating it can be to uh, to, to have to wait for the show. Uh, But uh, we're here now. And uh, boy, we we got a lot to talk about this week, just like we had a lot to talk about last week, because we're going to be talking about producer live letter number 33 today. Essie is a veritable fountain of information. 
attention these days. Where was this six months ago? Well, I mean, let's. Uh, this is pretty normal when you have fan fest sprinkled in the mix yeah you know when you have uh, announcements from fan fest it really does seem to pick up uh, you know in terms of information really really quickly and so you know if you think back to around the time that you know the uh, 2014 ff14 show or uh the the 2014 ff14 fan fest was going on uh you know there was a whole lot of hype and a lot of info that was coming out around that uh, a lot of speculation about it was very much a similar uh environment to what we have now um so and and please look forward to it again in two years and it's exciting too like it definitely is super exciting it's a good time to be an ff14 fan because uh you know we've got some pretty decent content going on right now we've got uh you know the promise of what might be i mean did the the this rework dm stuff looks really interesting plus we've got all of these great announcements for what we could see in Stormblood. i just i i if it, it feels like a good time to be an ff14 fan i tell you what uh late march is gonna be not a good time to be a ff14 fan. it's gonna be rough like don't get me wrong it's gonna get rough <laughs> That 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 holdover period is going to. Oh, man, it really is. It's going to be rough, but we don't even get like the hope of it being in spring. This time there's like, no, no, it's 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 early summer. Like We're not going to we're not even we're not even going to bullshit you. Yeah, we're not even going to try to bullshit you. Uh, so yeah, I, I have a lot to talk about, but we want to hear from you as well. You can call the show limit break radio on Skype, eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limit break radio.com slash discord. Kooky is standing by to take your calls. Uh, we want to hear from you. If you want to react to, uh, anything in uh, producer live letter 33, if you want to react to anything that we talked about last week with the Famatsu or game watch interview, we definitely want to hear from you. So, uh, let us know limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord so uh let's check out what's going on in ff14 news this is a limit breaking news update so the ff14 cash shop is having a holiday sale it's like they made this Winter news sale, these news articles just for you. Yeah. You're so excited. I know. Don't miss the chance to save on <clears throat> optional items. A whole bunch of stuff is is on sale. If you It's Black Friday, man. Get in the spirit. <sighs> well, Cyber Monday. Yeah. Uh if if this is some stuff that you care about, there's a whole list of everything that's on sale. The Minfilia outfit. Oh good. Which Minfilia outfit? The old one. Can it, wait, can wait a minute. Can it be the dead one? Her nightgown. Can it be the dead one? Well, I guess she is dead, but you get the hair too, so it's, it's worth. Yeah. Also, the Bennu mount. Yeah, that's a thing. It's uh, it's on really, sale. Really ugly. It's a big bird. That uh, how expensive is that? I mean, all of the mounts seem to be like eighteen dollars. Oh, oh my god! god. Wow! On sale? On sale? Yeah, for yeah. eighteen. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Shut what, the fuck up. What was Schlepnir? Twenty five. Twenty four. Twenty four. Jeez! What I bought that twice. Uh, yeah, and that doesn't make it any better. You understand? That actually makes it worse. Oh my god! One was for a Nero. I know. Yeah, and he rides around on it all the time. The gift of giving. Do you have one? No. Do you want one? No. 
I know. <laughs> That's really rude. My go-to is my Chocobo. It always... I mean, it doesn't feel like a Final Fantasy game. Unless you use Chocobos. I don't know why. Well, if you get one of those uh, sweet Sophia birds, you can ride that around. No, it's pretty I, hard. Those birds are stupid. Yeah. And here, I feel like you're not, not a fan of the spirit. I'm not of the a fan season. of the birds. A uh, you want the ponies? A bird. No, the just the birds bir- in general. The birds in general. The, even the, the even the the horses. Like it just it doesn't. Listen, it's not Final Fantasy. He doesn't like, want why a can't horse. We get, we, we he doesn't need... want a bird. He wants a horse bird. Get it right. That's right. Exactly. How did those two things ever get? So well, what about a Moogle? No. Moogles are Final Fantasy. And they're real fat when you ride on them. Yeah, I don't want to ride one. That, by the way, that fat Moogle is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right. That thing is like, it feels like that scene in Malcolm in the Middle where Dewey gets in trouble for making his rabbit so fat that it dies. <laughs> like, what have you done to that poor animal? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It is. It is a little unnerving. Uh, we've also got the Orzean Home Makeover Extreme Contest. <laughs> For North America, as the uh, Orzean as the Orzean air begins to cool, our weary adventurers seek to settle in their apartments and personal quarters to warm themselves from win- the winter winds. We do? Uh, no, oh. not really. Uh, do you have Do you have what it takes to decorate a home worthy of the Warrior of Light? Obviously. Please put your interior design skills to the test. Hashtag mute Jackson's McKee is being wasteful with his money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's an appropriate amount. That's that's, that's enough to mute his mic, for sure. Thank you, Hasio. There's something to be said about blaming Juxta for wasting his money by sending in a donation (laughs) to make him shut up. That is true. (laughs) But I appreciate it nonetheless. That is true. Uh, Juxta, are we entering our house in the makeover contest? Yeah, with stage D. Stage, stage D. D. That's oh what we're God. calling it now. That's what it's always been called. Stage, stage D. Ooh. Can we have uh, Escalia up on stage D, please? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what? Start his music. Dun, 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 dun. Only if Stan Lee calls me up on the stage. Stan uh, Lee? Yeah, he was in Deadpool. Oh. Oh. Uh, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, put your put your interior design skills to the test by arranging a room in the theme of winter. So it's got to be a winter themed D stage. So just dye it white. Okay, there you That's go. easy. Uh, I'm I'm surprised that you wouldn't get a little bit more into that theme, knowing how into Frozen you are, Juxta. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I could, but. Do you want me to re... All right, you know what? For you, Aniro, I will redecorate our room, our studio, and make it frozen. <gasps> Can we have a Disney house? Can I have a Chocobo house? No, I don't want a Chocobo house. No, Chocobo house. Anyway, uh, the prizes include the uh, Scarf of Wondrous Wit. I have that. Uh, the Araman Choker, Mandragora Choker, Bluebird Earring, and Noble Barding. So uh, if you care about uh, the details on how to enter, you can find that over at the Lodestone. All right. You get your mic back. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 
so there you go. That's what's going on in FF14 news. There's a little bit of uh, LBR news that uh, Kyle wanted me to put out there. That's right. Yes. We he do said, have some LBR news. So. He said next week, not this week. So next week. When next Kyle, week. When Kyle is actually here. Whoa, he's going to be here next week? Really? Hold the He's going to grace us with, our, with his presence. Oh, boy. I know. And so excited. Because he's gracing us with his presence, uh, he's going to hold an auction so he can give him more money. And he's going to be auctioning off the privilege of a full Fantasia for him. Oh, so, you, so you can detail like how he looks and stuff. Like, wow. The privilege. The pr- <laughs> Ooh. So he's going to grace us with his presence to auction off the privilege of changing his appearance. Yeah. Wow. So he shows up to beg for money. Great. Awesome. Yeah. yeah well, hey, hey. It's money, man. Yeah, I know. But I think he thinks he's entitled to some of it, which is <laughs> not, not the case. Not correct at oh, all. Oh, honey. <laughs> uh, so uh, something, yeah, a, a little bit of LBR news, something else that I wanted to talk about real quick before uh, we started in on Live Letter 33 here is, uh, you know, I've talked about my employment situation a couple of times here on the show, and uh, I just kind of wanted to keep you guys up to date with uh with what's going on uh so a couple of months back back in july uh the station that i worked for went through a format change and changed to a new format uh and as a result my responsibility around uh the station changed dramatically so i was going in for maybe between 7 and 15 hours a week uh and when i was there i was pushing one button every hour and a half it was really i was not doing a whole lot You're of anything out? no it was it, it, it was, was really hard for it you? was the easiest job ever it's just your intellects it just definitely didn't give me enough hours to be able to support myself well the good news is is that with the format change opportunities have been presented and so the hours that i've been working have picked up a lot so i've gone to now almost 40 hours a week and my responsibilities while i'm there have changed drastically as well so I don't have the same amount of free time or attention that I used to while I was at work. You so press two buttons. It's changed in, an, in its impact. Two buttons. God damn it. <laughs> it's changed and it's impacted the way that I play games and what I'm able to play. So uh, I just sort of wanted to, to, to give you guys a heads up that uh, as of next week, I, I moved to doing uh five days a week monday through friday and my call time is at 6 a.m and that is that is how about uh, that yeah that that's i know that's gonna so be what you're saying is you're gonna be cutting back on those midnight streams you've been doing yes yes no because you haven't those been doing mid- midnight no streams. i know i haven't been doing <laughs> no. midnight streams but i uh it, it's it just letting you know what the facts are uh that is what my work schedule is going to be uh from now until they i don't know decide to fire me i guess probably yeah, yeah that's, that's probably. a positive outlook i would uh so- I, I also have a rl update as well um i stepped on glass at some point what Okay. I stepped on glass. There's a little piece of glass wedged into my heel. You know that you know you that, should get that out. Well, I tried pulling it out with tweezers, but it just sounded like it was like breaking further. So I stopped. So I'm like having like a Tony Stark situation where if I try to touch it, it just goes further into my heart. 
Okay. Wait, so you heard it breaking and decided, I'm going to stop trying to get any of it out. Well, yeah. You realize that even if it's broken, you could still get maybe half of it out, and that'd be better than where you're at. Except that it'd be broken, it'd be like even more in my foot. You're like shrapnel. You're well, it already is <laughs> more shrapneled, <laughs> like shrapnel of shrapnel, shrapception. Just to go to a doctor. Good lord, Seriously. just my heel. I don't need that part. Uh, when you know the, what? I'm not when, helping you when you have to, like yeah, you're on when, crutches. When the necrosis sets in, don't call me. Okay, well you're not helping me when, right now when I don't have necrosis. Bring up <laughs> two things of tea, two Mountain Dews, a pizza, two breadsticks. Yeah, but we're just saying that when you have your foot lopped off, like society's going to dictate that we should help you, and we're not going to. We didn't. First of all, we didn't know about the glass before you got here. Second of all. It's not like it would have changed what we would have asked you to do, but just be a little bit more responsible for yourself so that when we do ask you to do what little work we do ask you to do, that you can do it without experiencing necrosis in your foot. Is that possible? What's necrosis? It's, it's when your foot turns black and falls off. It's when the skin starts to die. I still, I'm, I'm still good for it, though. Yeah, I, right now you are. Right now it's still probably just a puffy red, I'm guessing. No, don't take your socks off. I don't want to see. Just tell me. No, it's just callous. Oh. No. Maybe he's going to be okay. I, you know what? You can... I don't really have, like, skin you, on my feet anymore. It's just all callous down Can there. you put your socks back on? Because it really smells. Or your shoes or whatever. No. It smells in here really bad now. Thanks. It's, it's fine. I don't... I didn't... Well, it's already smelling nobody in needed, here, so we can Nobody needed to now. see it. Nobody needed to see it. Nobody asked for that. We don't even have the cameras on. No, no I don't want to touch Absolutely it. Absolutely not. If you go against the grain, you can feel it like prick into your thumb. Yeah, but you get a boner and it's weird. <laughs> Do you not? <laughs> Dear uh, God, help me. Uh, and so, on that lovely note. So, by the by the way, I just wanted to mention also uh, that we are uh, weekly uh, a weekly show by your support over at patreon.com slash limit break radio uh, commentary a, like that we don't know why I know I, yeah we have no idea why but apparently you do see something in the show that's worth supporting but uh, just a reminder that uh, this is the last week to get in a $20 pledge for November for the first set of Kahlo's postcards uh, so uh, if you want to get the first edition it's a limited edition changes every month and to be able to get to get it from the start you've got to you gotta start it right here on on november yeah i was gonna say monday i saw the first picture too what yeah no you, you don't get to see it first oh i saw it first oh since i'm prominently featured in it really oh yeah mm. is it the finished product uh i think i saw a work in progress okay i saw a work in i don't progress, th- i don't think i've seen the finished one is it you staring at your desk disappointed <laughs> <laughs> it should be but no no that would be funny don't worry it's just as insulting so yeah uh the uh first set of uh the the, the first the first image on the, the postcards first postcard from eorzea that's right there we go that's going out this month uh and we'll 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 post a digital copy of it on our website you know we'll we'll have it on the patreon for people to see we'll have a gallery of it a running gallery of the of well, it so that you could see it yeah we'll have like a whole bunch of watermarks that like just ruin the image yeah you can't steal it, you thieves that's right 
Miri wants a, a stretch goal no. where we uh, perform surgery on Juxta's foot. Okay, well, there was... No. Just so you, well, no. Sure. That means we have to touch it. Well, no, we just use implements to touch it. Uh, Nero, there was a really, really good drop in there, and my drops are muted, so nobody got to hear it. Oh. I, I know. I'm really not sad at all. I'm going to drop it right now. It was really good. Are you ready for it? I am now. Ugh, idiot. What? That was a really good one. No, it really wasn't. That was awful. By the way, I want to remind you that uh, we are sitting at $1,859 on Patreon. Uh, and if you're a fan of Final Encountercast, which, by the way, will feature today Austin Creed of Up, Up, Down, Down, uh, we will, uh, you know, for that show to remain a weekly show, uh, the Patreon's got to stay above $2,000. So uh, definitely head on over to Patreon.com slash limit break radio and give whatever is comfortable for your budget if it is twenty dollars a month hey that's cool you get the uh cool uh postcards from aorzia uh but you know if it's not we've got prize you know we've got gifts to give you at almost every level access to uh you know bonus content through uh through patreon uh all kinds of stuff so head on over to patreon.com slash limit break radio and uh give whatever you can if you can uh so all right let's talk about uh live letter 33 so i just want to mention i did watch this live i know uh escalia you I watched also, the first half of it or so hashtag mute juxta dropping the ball on drops how am i dropping the ball that was a nearest fault <laughs> the drops sucked anyway it was it was terrible it was perfect no context it wasn't it was it was not you have no idea because you don't even know what the context was I'm going to go back and listen for the context now, and it's still, I'm not going to be able to. Great. We're just no. going to get a message later tonight of you saying, thanks for wasting more of my time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you, Taco Tuesday. Anyway, uh, so the notes that we're using are uh, based off of uh, Marco Turn, which you can find at twitch.tv slash Marco Turn and on Twitter at Marco Turn. And uh, the document was uh, care of Mr. Happy, which you can find at uh, twitch.tv slash Mr. Happy at 1227. Twitter at Mr. Happy 1227 and on YouTube Zeno Zenort one two two seven. You really, bro. What? I'm I'm talking to Happy, bro. That oh. that name. I know people give him shit for that all the time. First, I'm getting to floor ninety in POTD three DPS one tank. Tank bitches about not having a healer. Proceeds to bust out and pull all rooms and wipes us on first oh, floor. Dude. Meanwhile. LBRFC made makes it to floor 130 solo as BRD. Hashtag FMFL. 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 I love the way that the uh, the the voice says it. Um, Heroes time? never die. When's the last time we had a fumful? I know, right? Mr. Jack, like dude, five that's... Minute, five seconds ago. That's a bummer. <laughs> that's a... Dude, that's a bummer. Sorry to hear that. What a fucking moron. What a bad... Right? What a what a bad what a what a terrible terrible bad. Uh, anyway, uh, it's really rude to talk about a sky like that right in front of him. <laughs> do you, I feel like you need your mic back. I I think I do. Okay, there you go. Oh, thank you. Let's talk about Scalia's fanfic instead. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. We've we've got what, we've, what fanfic. <laughs> don't worry, we've <laughs> got we've got that slew. We've got that slated for later. No, uh huh. No, uh huh. It's not on the album. Oh yeah. Oh, it definitely is. Mm. <sighs> What? Do we, you did not look close enough. 
Oh, Do no. we want to wait for Kahlo, though? Mm. I mean, you're going to be here next week, right, Escalia? You don't have is any Kahlo friends gonna be here? or family. Kahlo is going to be yeah, here. No, I'm not going to be here next week. <laughs> we, uh, we know you don't have a life outside of us, so we know you're going to be here. Well, if Kahlo, I mean, then then it's, I think, I, I, I look, if we hold off on the fanfic for Kahlo to be here, then it's literally got to be a coin toss. Who reads it? Hmm. Oh, man. Because I'm, I'm in all support of this. I have a 50, sh- 50 shot of not reading this now. <laughs> Hell yes. I'll wait. Uh, all right. Let's, let's, we'll, let's see what the we'll, chat... We'll, 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 yeah, sit, yeah, we'll, we'll sit on it. And we'll, we'll sit on we'll it. See. We don't we'll have to decide on, right sit now. Sit on a thumb. Anyway. Have, turn around. I was, Q, I was, queue up donations demanding uh fan fiction reading here they come here we go uh (laughs) so i was making fun of mr happy's terrible youtube name but uh, extanort yeah that is kind of weird yeah i know yeah and he makes fun of himself for it too but oh man is it bad i know it's and it's kingdom hearts that doesn't help at all anyway uh so let's talk about uh what was going down at the live letter 33 we've got of course the announcement officially of patch 3.5 it's called the far edge of fate it's the name of the patch the logo portrays the uh warrior of light surrounded by alfino alizé yida poplimo and the uh tupsamati in the center uh the far edge is a ve- is very important in the title what could that mean well it means it's not the close edge idiot hmm. woof hmm. okay hmm. sure it's not the close edge hmm. uh the far edge i mean I, he did yeah he did go out of his way to say that it's very important and i don't know i mean if you think like the far edge i think implies that there is a double edge Right, the double edge of the tube samadhi. Do do what? you think about anything that you say before you say it? Well, I was gonna say the sword, but that's obvious, so I had to change it up mid sentence. God. All right, no, think about it. What if tube samadhi, uh huh, being used by Poppymo, uh huh, in a bad way, double edged. Oh my god. Tube samadhi. Oh my god. Why? Do, why? Like. I, I don't know why. We Isn't gave it you weird? Like when he's talking and you just know you're going to be mad at the end of it. Yeah. And then you don't stop me. <sighs> because the sad part is you're right more often than we'd like. <laughs> but no, I don't think you're right this time. That's no, stupid. And so are you. So the main, the new main scenario quests are going to be broken up into two parts. Uh, we'll see part one in mid January, of course, with the release of 3.5 and then part two in March. With 3.55 which I think is actually a little bit better space than they did the the 2.5 2.55 transition because that felt a little fast and then the wait was so much longer well didn't that get delayed wasn't that the problem didn't heaven's word uh, wasn't that take longer than they thought that it was too, going to that too yeah yeah I think they released it with the idea of it coming out at the end of spring like they said and then that didn't happen mm, yeah that that may be part of it and I think knowing that you know, like might that that might be why they're spacing it out for March mm-hmm. Man, because that is a pretty big that 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 is a pretty big wait. That's like what we would normally wait in between patches. That's a what a full two months. Yeah, looks like. Yeah. Oh, OK. So it's a little bit less than a regular patch. I mean, if it's late March, that's basically like a almost three. Yeah, it'd be mid January. Yeah, yeah. two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. 
Uh, so uh, there's also going to be new warring tri- triad quests. Uh, we'll see that come to uh, an end, which, by the way, I have been reading the Encyclopedia Eorzea. And Courtesy uh, of Juxta. I, <laughs> I hear it's got a lot of pictures. That, no, there's a no? lot. Of, there's a lot of text. Oh, there's a, sh- a lot of text. Oh, my God. Is there a lot of is text? It, the pictures are kind of crummy. No, is it, the pictures aren't good. Is I mean, it size 16 double space text? No. Oh, that's all I got through college. Uh, but it, it it's really interesting because, I, I mean, I just got to the other side of the part that talks about uh, the Third Age and the Allegan Empire, the rise and the fall of the Allegan Empire. A lot of really interesting stuff in there about the Warring Triad. Uh, Real quick, what's the most interesting thing you've read in the lore book? Uh, wait, we were talking about this beforehand. He read about the weight of coins. That's right. That is actually the most speaking common. of coins. When Callow puts his foot in his mouth enough where you wonder where Scoro went feels badman. Okay. <laughs> you know Callow's not not here, right? Crimson, right? Did you mean Juxta? I don't know. Well, we sound the same apparently. I guess you do. Do people I, think you're actually the same person? Sometimes I just talk louder than I'm Kahlo instantly. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that was not a bad Kahlo impression. <laughs> I was going to leave because was, it was terrible. No, that was really bad. That was really awful. And that's kind of the point. That was terrible. Let's Ugh. see your Kahlo impression. I don't. That's right. You don't got one. I don't have one. He doesn't yeah. have a mirror to look in. <laughs> Uh, so all right, they're, we're going to see the, uh, the very vain wrapping up of, yeah, we get it. We get it. Thank he you. He didn't get it. Telegraph the joke a little bit more. Jeez. Uh, new warring triad site, uh, warring triad quests, uh, new side, side quests are also coming. The Scholasticate and Hildebrand are going to be in there as well as, uh, what I assume a tease for animal weapons. The last, the last step for animal is that the last or second to last? It's coming up on... on okay, so I have a question then. Is this all in 3.5 or is this all... Some of it might be in 3.55 or what? I'm going to say that some of it is probably going to be in 3.55. Can we just have like all that stuff in 3.5 and then more of the same stuff in 3.55? So we have double the stuff? Like double stuff Oreos? Well, I don't think that's for us to say. I, th- I think we'd have to ask SE on that one. I think that's what I want. Let's get in touch with uh, Aya and Ockmore and see if they can hook us up with that. Get get on that, Kooky. Yeah, Kooky. <laughs> uh, all right. So here's something that uh, I think is pretty interesting. We're going to see two new dungeons, yes. of course. Uh, but the dungeons that they've uh, that they've are, are going to be putting out one is Balesar's Wall, which we'll see finally our push uh, up towards Alamigo. Uh, the first time that we'll see the other side of Belsar's wall, because I believe that that was constructed long into one point. I mean, it was, it was up during 1.0. So, uh, this will be the first time that we will venture beyond, uh, beyond the confines of, uh, Belsar's wall. It'll be interesting. Who ended up paying for that wall? (laughs) I believe it was the Alamegans. Was it the Alamegans? I believe it was the Alamegans. Well, they certainly did the labor. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you expect to see on the other side of, of Balesar's wall? Um, I, you know, I mean, we're, you know, pushing into Girabanya, uh, I, I expect to see a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of forests around the Black Shroud. I, I'm, I'm going to think that the first set of zones is going to be 
kind of similar to the Black Shroud. Uh, I don't know. My my FF11 senses are tingling on this one where you're going to see the other side of the wall and it's going to go from forest to desert in like the blink of an eye. You think? Yeah, I think it's like we're going to get up the top of the wall and I'm like, oh, it's garbage over there. Hmm. No, I'm going to go the other direction. I'm going to say blink of an eye, snappy finger. It's going to be like all technology like we're back in uh, Austria Meridium and she could be like all um, Garlem all technology. Well, I mean, but there's a lot of space even between where Belsar's Wall is and where Alamigo is, and I don't think... They just paid there's a parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just going to be... We just got to get rid of this fucking forest. We can park all of our Garlean ships here. (laughs) So they've just just raised raised everything on the other side of it. And it's going to literally be <laughs> nothing but castrum tiles from here all the way to Alamigo. Yeah. I, I'm totally digging. They just glass the entire plane, and it's a humongous parking lot. There's just Magitek mounts as far as the eye can see. Uh, they paved paradise and put up a parking lot. <laughs> it's a shame, really. It really is. Is there gonna be? Is there gonna? Is there gonna be? Uh, is there gonna be an Alamegan staring by the side of the road, crying? <laughs> just one tear falling. Yes, down the side exactly. Of I don't know. That's I the cutscene. To- opening cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first quest that we get there should be them complaining about how much parking costs. <laughs> Got to feed the meter. Uh, so I well I. See, I don't, I, I don't even really know what to expect for the climate uh, for Girbanya on the other side. I mean, because we've seen of a, a variety of different climates sort of represented in all of the promotional material that we've seen for Stormblood. So it's kind of unclear, you know, where exactly in terms of uh, geography where that stuff would be. I think that. The more desert barren aspect will come in from the north, considering that that's where the mountain, you know, where we'd be coming from uh, from the, uh, the the mountain range that's right there. And I think that that is where you would see the desolation as opposed to pushing through the black shroud like we're going to. I think that it's going to be a lot more lush and green than we're expecting. Where would it most closely connect to Thanalan? Because that's where I would think is where you see the desert. Um, I don't. I don't know that it does. I don't. How big is this I mean, wall? It, it's, is it like sizable? No, I mean you can go and see it in in the shroud right now. And well, yeah, I mean that's he means how long it. is yeah, it? Yeah, how long is it? Oh, I don't know. I I mean if it extends to to so it's the, like the Great Wall of Albania. Where 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 the landmass? I'm gonna have to pull up a map now, but I'm I'm pretty sure where the landmass connects to Girbanya is inaccessible through Thanalan. Okay. So there there might be more of Thanalan that this expansion ends up opening up, but I don't know how much. And I mean that could also be part of what we're seeing in some of the promotional material as well. We may be seeing, you know, an, a, a zone that is more closely in terms of geography closer located to, to Thanalan than we're thinking right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, I think it's, I think it's definitely going to be interesting. I'm pulling up a, a map right now. Uh, and yeah, it, it, see Alamigo and Girbanya is way all up there, yeah. the way up to the Northwest and old Da and Thanalan is all the way down here. It really doesn't. 
it Man, doesn't the refugees connect. had to come a long way. Thanaland primarily connects to Mordona and the Black Shroud. So you, no matter what, you've got to get through the Black Shroud or you're going to be coming from the northwest from Zephetal. So, yeah, I think it actually will much, much more closely resemble the Black Shroud than than we think that it will. Um, so I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm just I'm excited to get more geography. That's one of the things that I really nerd out about, uh, you know, with FF14 is uh, the geography and spacing of stuff, the representation of stuff, uh, you know, the way that different portions of the map are represented, you know, rather cleverly oh, yeah. through zone design and stuff like that. So um, we're uh, but the other uh, dungeon that we're going to be yes. seeing, and this is really interesting as well, is going to be so all hard uh now they did say that you know in 3.0 we climbed up so all to be able to get to the sea of clouds right whereas this the this will take us deep down into uh so all the, the mountain like it'll take us into the heart of the mountain um so i think which that is, that's that's kind is, of that's a trope that se likes to play with yeah. like you see with like mount galug in ff9 and uh two different uh in ff one two and three like they love delving down into the center of the mountain of whatever this great mountain is and the what struck me about the pictures that we saw is so all hard looks nothing like Oh yeah, one. it's drastically different. It's like the opposite of Pharaoh serious hard mode. Yeah, and I and I like that. I mean, it, you know, it, it, it's I I think that that's really creative, and I'm also really curious to see what's what's down there. Um, do you think we're gonna get this as part of the main scenario quest, or do you think it's just gonna be a oh by the way go here and do a thing? I think if anything, the Balesar's Wall is going to be attached to the. Well, that's, main, that's the, a pretty much a given. I, I, in the same way that Snowcloak was for two point five. Right. Um, I don't think that Somal will because I, I they're going to only attach one of them. I think it's going to be a tangential reason that takes us back to Somal. Kind of like when we did exactly. uh, the the tower, the anti tower. That was that was was that one? No, that was the no, main. That was, that was connected that to was the main mm-hmm. Which one was the one in there? Would oh, it was Arboretum or Arboretum? Yeah. Yeah. That was a tangential one there. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So. That's what could sad. be taking us back to some all? I don't know. Something that. Uppity lies. dragons. <laughs> Uppity dragons. If dragon song war started back up. Yeah, Here we if go. It's, if it's more dragon conflict, I think I'm I'm going to be kind of exhausted by that. Yeah. Not going to lie. Uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty over the dra- heretics. I'm pretty over the dragon thing at this point. They're not dragons anymore. They're heretics. Okay. Oh, oh God. No, no more heretics. <laughs> I think we've gone to that well enough times. So we're also going to see the third leg of the 24 man raid that started with Voidark and then took us to uh, McKeck. 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 And so we're going to uh, to Dunescape, uh the Shadow Fortress or Fortress of Shadows. Uh, so I, I mean, we didn't really get to see a whole lot of it. Uh, um, we did see very early on in some of the early, early, early promo material for Void Arc that a structure was featured very prominently. That was nothing that we had seen in our tour through Macaque. Uh, so, you know, I, I kind of figured that we would be going to whatever that place was that was, uh, that was pictured there. So, uh, we're, yeah, it's called Dune, Dune Scathe. I don't know any of the lore behind this at all. Is there any? I don't know that there is. 
Yeah, like when we saw Weeping City, we at least had an idea of who inhabited it originally and what was going on there. But I, do we know anything about Dunescape? It's probably where a whole bunch of Void Scent live. Probably. Yeah. But I mean, if this is if we're going to draw a parallel to uh, the Crystal Tower, like World of Darkness is where that story really got turned on its ear. Like a lot developed in that story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and I mean, I, I think that I'm expecting a lot from uh, Dunescape as well. I don't know. I've totally forgotten about the side story that goes along with it with uh, Tits McGee. Yeah. I've, hot Tits McGee got captured and turned right. into Tits Masad. Okay, yeah, I kind of remember you re- that. You rescued her, and now she's all butthurt. Yeah, uh, and you also right. got that. But sad. Kate Sith helped you get that item that lets you steal Void sent away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're real. MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. MacGuffin. The, yep, yep. And they're nervous that. about that, and now we're looking for people. The, well, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the part that I do remember from that storyline is uh, Diabolos. No, di- well, uh, but outside of boobs was uh, Diabolos and... Diabolos has boobs? No, Diabolos does not have boobs, but Diabolos is a part of the story. Boobs are separate. Boobs are... Com- got to compartmentalize the boobs. They've gotta, it's hard. Yeah, I know. I, I un- <laughs> Really I, hard. I know. I mean, it's really hard. No. Damn it. Don't, oh, no. Oh. Stop. Uh, 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 that's why he's all hunched over at the desk. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can see him I literally can. trying to force the image out of his mind. I'm like closing my eyes going, Ew. I see it when my eyes are closed. <laughs> oh. All right, well, just in, instead of think of that, think of me just like, instead of being hunched over, just extending myself out <laughs> Splayed. Oh, it's, it's spread eagle it's it's on display for everyone so diabolos uh and the other the clown guy that's at the bottom of the other uh um, kafka yeah the kafka guy yeah, yeah i forget his name anyway uh Deancy. The, i don't know that's a pokemon i'm pretty <laughs> oh, yeah. sure yeah uh, that's right <laughs> So, so anyway, uh, those two dudes are conspiring to do something with the big coffin. If they're doing, and they're, they, they send it. Yeah, they sent it into the void, and now we don't know what's going to happen with it. That's the only. That's the only thing that I do remember. So, uh, it, I, and it, even that I don't apparently remember very well. I'm pretty sure that's all that's actually happened. Is oh, <laughs> me with twirly mustache. <laughs> Kind of, yeah, actually. That's basically all these stories are until the third part of it. And then it's like, oh, let's wrap up everything because we ran out of time. Why does LBR explaining lore sound like drunk people explaining history? You know what? You're not wrong. You're not that far off. And it has something to do with the alcohol we drink before the show. Yeah. You know? I can only think of Hitler twirling his mustache. Hitler didn't I don't have think enough mustache yeah, you to That's why that. I was really... You're really bad at mustaches, specifically. I don't know how that's a thing that you can be bad at, but <laughs> you are. So they mentioned specifically that the first boss will be on an airship and you need to watch your step. Any thoughts? It's going to be a falling mechanic. <laughs> Maybe you need to fall on purpose. Maybe you need to fall at the right time. More quick time events. No, no, no. Well, I mean, like, can you imagine you don't you can't see below you, but there's you have to time your jump off of the platform so that you're you caught look, by another platform by down another below. Airship. But if you're wrong, then if you, you time it wrong, then you just you fall on spikes and you die. It's like jumping off of the plat the, the, the Titan platform on purpose. There you go. I just made a new thing. You're that's, welcome, Square Enix. That's way too hard for 24 mankind. I know. Actually, it sounds kind of easy. 
Sounds fun. I want to do telling it. Telling people to jump off the edge at the appropriate time. Yeah. No, no. Trusting people they, to know they, when to jump off. Yeah. You don't tell them. They would, they would telegraph it for sure. But it wouldn't be like the quick time event in Alexander right now where you literally press the button. You, I, you, I would, you would have to jump. You like you would have to. You, it would be like a leap of faith sort of thing. If they were to do that, they would have to have a railing. So you literally have to jump off the edge, not just run off. Okay. All right. I like it. That's fine. I'm into it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fine. That's the end. The only time when railing will kill you. <laughs> yeah. That's actually not bad. All right. That's a nice little twist on that. I like that. Uh, uh, someone in the chat asked, do you think Somal Hard could be us going to find a sale? I feel like they would do that in the main story. Yeah. Or if that, if it was bits that. of her. I mean, could, could they, could they kind of pull a, yeah. a, a quick left on us and have both of the dungeons connected to the storyline i hope or maybe connect this dungeon to the warring triad no no oh no way i mean i know that they look they've got to expand the the role of the garleans in a hurry don't get me wrong the 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 warring triad is going to have a really compelling ending because it's got to be part of what compels us into stormblood no, I don't think so. You don't think so? I'm pretty sure that the Warring Triad is just going to be its own separate little bubble and everything's going to be wrapped up in there and it's not going to have any correlation correlation to the main storyline quest because you don't have to do it right now. Mm. I mean, yeah, there's no requirement to actually that's do true. it. That's true. That is true. I don't know. I, I would be. It would just be cool if they unified everything like that. Oh, it, it would be cool, but I don't, I don't, I'm not predicting that. Hmm. Yeah, because I, I guess with the in two point the primals were all connected into the main storyline. This time they've taken their primals outside of it. Why would we bring back a sale? By the way, because everyone has a boner for a sale. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like it's and it's, it's SE. Kind, yeah, but it's kind of getting. I mean, it's getting really old, and I think that they're 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 aware of that. They're aware of you know setting narrative patterns. I don't think that they're the, we're gonna see a resurrection for a while because no one can die. Well, heroes never die. You say I was a hero. Okay. <laughs> Chat okay. savage him, please. Please. That'd be great. Because you care. I don't. I don't. I. You know I don't, but... I don't know. I'm with you, though. I, like, I really don't want them to bring anyone else back. If you're dead, you're dead. Give me some meaning to death. Yeah, but that's that's the thing, is that, you know, to have meaning to death, like... All of your characters can't die, too. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't... For as much as we did praise the end of 2.5 for being kind of Game of Thrones-ish, you know, if someone... I, I think it was you, Ascali, had said something really important on a previous episode where you were like, look, if they do that again, you know, we're expecting that kind of thing. Like, they've got to up the ante a little bit. Mm -hmm. And they did... They, like, we've seen them up the ante very successfully uh, in... Uh, you know the the transition from 1.0 to 2.0 and I think that that's sort of like what we're going to see it's not going to be a calamity but it's going to be something that ups the stakes like if you think about it you know uh, uh, the 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 Bahamut event was very large scale it was something that impacted the entire realm the entirety of the realm right and the events that ended 2.5 that started 3.0 they were very small they were very personal to us you know like to the warrior of light specifically whether it's the disbanding of the scions or the unraveling of the political structure in old da like they it was they were 
earth shattering events, but they were also very small. It was micro and they focused very much on the character building. So I think that we have to kind of sort of like reset our expectations for something that's going to, I think, be a lot larger, something bigger. Yeah. The scale of it is going to be a lot larger. The threat moving into into 4.0 is it has to be larger because and, and, and again, they did it very well with 2.0 to 3.0 because they knew, look, we can't outdo Bahamut. How do we how do we effectively how do we effectively pull something compelling out of out of the narrative from 2.0 to 3.0? And they came up with, you know, not a huge threat, but this very sort of personalized threat. Right. Which was ex- so effective, so effective in, in, in narrative terms. And being the smart storytellers that they are, I think that that sort of resets you now for a bigger, larger scale, more existential threat moving forward. I agree completely. And uh, Yoshi has alluded as much because he realized during the 2.0 campaign, a lot of people kind of like the Garleans. Like, I think everyone at one point, whether it was the first time you saw them mm-hmm. or during those stupid ass Titan quests leading in before you fight Titan, where you have to make yourself a, a party, basically. I think everyone at one <laughs> point said, can I just, you. can I just join the Garleans? Fuck this place. This place is stupid. I want to be in the empire. And he has really gone out of his way to say, you will not feel that way anymore. Yeah. And I think you're right. It has to be something major. That's going to mobilize the whole of Eorzea against the Garlands first to go take back Alamigo and then eventually with 5.0 to push up into Garlemald and say fuck you guys. Do you guys do you guys think that we're going to see Xenos play his hand at all in yes. I think it, we will it, know who Xenos is before Stormblood. Really? Oh yeah. I okay. think it may be in 3.55 it may be some of the final cutscenes, but I think we will be introduced to Xenos in a big way. Yeah, because I think that there's there's got to be something that's sort of sets him apart even in terms of a garlean like i'm right. i'm sort of you know the garleans are very cutthroat and you see the they have the, questionable ethics but their heart is in the right place well no but i mean like you there's a lot of fighting for the throne like fighting for the power of of the empire and if i'm if i'm not mistaken the last couple of emperors have been assassinated haven't they I'm, so. I'm pretty sure that they have so i'm i'm just i'm kind of curious what you know because because you're right yoshi p has said like what xenos does you're not going to sympathize with him at all so what is he going to do to to up that ante? my my shot in the dark prediction is he's going to kill tataru no, my prediction is he's going to catch and execute alfino and alice is going to move into the kind of the alfino role in stormblood but that's you're again that's playing at like the personal aspect the, the of micro the whole level. thing yeah that's sort of the micro level i think that he's got to do something that's so big that it would almost be considered a calamity if it wasn't at directly the hands of a garlean right like something you like look, almost wiping out all of gridania right like the, the shroud is gone right like like for example you know um you know you when you look at the calamity and who's responsible? Yes, you know, uh, uh, the White Raven receives a lot of the credit for the meteor project. But at the end of the day, everyone pins that on Bahamut. Like it's it's at squarely on Bahamut's shoulders, right? Like mm. it wasn't it wasn't Nail that was directly responsible for 
the destruction, right? Like he, he wasn't is- he wasn't the entity. But imagine, I mean, like, and he had done some really kind of fucked up stuff before oh, yeah. that, like you know, wiping entire cities off the map and 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 all this other shit. But like, yeah, it's got to it, like like it's it's really got to turn up to to like the next level. To, uh, so to, how do you do that without say, like deleting a zone effectively? What's an what's an area that is populated but not used yet? Mordona, or yet? Yet, yeah. Pop, like in the game or in the lore? Yeah, yeah. It's like we know that there are people there, but we haven't gone there. It's not like some place. It's not a zone that we can go to. It's not okay. a dungeon that we can go and to. Somewhere we would actually care about. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's it's pure speculation. I got point. it. What we find the tribe of the Vera in the shroud, <laughs> and as we're about to enlist them into the Eorzean Alliance, he comes along and genocides them all. And now nobody likes him because now we don't have bunny girls. I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, you know, when you when you. Because I'm, I've been again reading the reading up on a lot of the lore, uh, specifically around you know a lot of the calamities. You know what I mean? Like they're, dude. People have done some really fucked up stuff, and I'm just not sure what exactly you can Xenos could do as one man to really make him that hateable. You know, like Yoshi P was very clear. You're gonna fucking hate him yeah well i mean like i don't think like him doing like a big calamity thing because like i don't think anyone hates bahamut the characters in the game hate bahamut but no one like personally has a vendetta against That's bahamut true. for the calamity they cause it is those small personal things that actually drive the players to hate like it's the things that affect our character specifically or our like our interpretation of the story specifically that's what drives players to hate someone that's true not the characters in game the only now thing- that said, someone point out that executing Alfino might actually gain him a lot of fans, so they, it may uh, not be that. The only thing that I can think of, which I don't think they will actually do, is him having the Garlean or the Garleans sit down with the world leaders, and oh, we're gonna we're sowing for peace. We're gonna give back all of Eorzea to you because something big is gonna happen, and we need to prepare for this. And oops, you're all dead now because I'm the empire and i betray you all hmm. you but said I, like, he, I, he murders all the uh he murders leaders? the sultana again uh he murders connie senna and merlewib connie senna and the yeah that the mithra well nico will be pissed You'll, i don't i i just but, I, I don't know i don't see that i don't see that happening in square enix's game is the thing no. which really makes me sad no because i want to feel like anything can happen I do, it does, you know, I just, just, just to give him a little bit of credit, it does sort of feel right now like anything could happen. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's kind of a cool feeling. Like, I, I do love the speculating that that goes on. Mm-hmm. Who's universally beloved that he could off? I I don't know. Juxta kind of nailed it before. Tataru would probably be. But that's micro again. It's not macro. Yeah, but you're right. Ida would be one. Pretty much everyone loves Ida. No. 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 Mm-hmm. No, I mean like the Man, people I love of the Ida. world. Nobody knows who Yida is. Well, that, I mean, again, that's where you go back to like Alfino. He is well respected throughout the world at this point. Imrick, 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 he's pretty well liked. Yeah. But, uh, what if Lucia 
playing the super super long long haul because i think i feel like a lot of people have forgotten about that little garlean jewel in her forehead yeah i mean everyone or the player knows that she's garlean at this point right she's even admitted as much right so because she's she's the sister of uh livia right? uh, white raven not not white white, raven white magic tech that's right (laughs) livia livia there you go yeah Uh, i think delta might have it he's gonna off hildebrand and this realm is going to lose on. their mind. No. no. Does anyone really like Hildebrand after Heaven's Ward Hildebrand? No. No, I'm I'm over it. They, they I really checked out like, Hildebrand. Like yeah. all of the all of the we want Hildebrand back for Heaven's Ward like they went they half assed. Are you it. happy? Was it worth it? Well, it's the problem is you can't half ass it. Do it or don't do it. Yeah. Was it was it worth it no, really? It sucked. Ugh. Uh, so I need to have an entire show dedicated to why Hildebrand flopped so hard because they didn't do enough they, of it. I they made it up on the fly because people were just like, We want Hildebrand, fuck the Scholasticate shit. And instead of like going like, No, let's make the Scholasticate good, which it wasn't really that bad to begin with, it was just kind of there. The problem with the Scholasticate was it threw too many people who are two the same at you wearing. Two similar clothings all at you at the same time. I just, I'm, I, I can't keep track of it. I just want to point out and, or ask you guys how many cosplays of Hildebrand or Godbert did you see out at FanFest this, uh, this past year? Uh, one or two? Yeah, the one not on stage, many. I, I think four total. Yeah, not many. Yeah. I, I, 2014, they were fucking everywhere. Mm hmm. This year that, was all about bards, yo. That tells, I mean, that I think that tells you something about how people feel about the character like heaven's word bum people out for for hildebrand like we're good i think we're good on that for a while square enix just saying no i we're good on heaven's word hildebrand i want them to return to oh fuck off just put just do something else Do do you know what actually could unite Eorzea against Garlemald, what I think the only person they could actually kill who would actually unite Eorzea against Garlemald? Who? It's you. The huh? Warrior of Light. The Warrior of Light. That's the only thing I think that would actually get all of Eorzea pissed. Okay. I don't so, know how you would do that from does, a storytelling perspective, but I, that's the only person I can, like, who else is universally beloved in Eorzea right now? No one. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. For for so many reasons, I I, I don't see that working at all. <laughs> for like, a especially lot. when you show up later, yeah, like, so? yeah, yeah. For a lot of reasons, well, I no, don't that's see that obvious. We're primals, remember? We are summoned <laughs> by the hearts of all Eorzeans to be the bastion of light and the hero that they need. I don't think that that's right. Maybe they'll maybe they're going to put out a cartoon show that features uh, Heidelin prominently, and we're going to get real offended by it. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, I get that. Uh, well, and and let's let's keep our tinfoil hats on for just a second here, and go back to the three point five uh, announcement uh, uh, artwork that was there. Because uh, a lot of people have pointed out that Yida on that piece of artwork does not have her neck tattoo. What do you think that's all about? Oh, God. <laughs> Nika's going to be unbearable. What do you think that's all about? 
clearly the tattoo is a magical mark and hers is not an official one it's just something to hide her and she's gonna throw it away because she doesn't need it anymore because she's going out back into the open and therefore lady in red is once again yita hmm. that's juxtaposition juxta is always right isn't that what nika thought it was I I I I'm starting to to have this theory that maybe Yida's actually two people that that we're getting a uh, an illusionist plot here that that she's at, that that one that one of them has the tattoo and the other one does not. Is that why she seems so aloof all the time because she literally just wasn't there for the last conversation? Yeah, kind of. Hmm. Okay, so I'm, one I, of them doesn't have the tattoo. So would that be represented in game? If dude, if you went back and Do like, I have and, to level and if you character? hang on, no, no, no. If you went back and you watched certain cutscenes and there was no neck tattoo, how fucking mind blowing would that be? Because that means they have it how, planned out since yes! like 2.0. How mind blowing would that be? What? It, it'd be like it, it would be like uh, what was that 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 little uh, blonde brat from uh, Full House? The the one it, there was Mary one Kate and Ashley. Yeah, the the, the, the oh. one one character played by two twins. Right. Yeah. yeah it's one. It's one cover identity taken by two people. Hmm. I got a friend playing through the story right now. I'm going to tell him to keep an eye on Ida's tattoos. The Prestige. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Snarters. Sorry. Wrong. Wrong movie reference. Snart. I can't. Oh, so, sorry. I forgot which fucking magician movie it was that was released at the same exact fucking time. Oh, uh, it was uh, Now You See Me? M- my bad. Oh God! You picked the third one. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that the worst that one. Was one. The worst oh, one. So bad. That was so cool. I'm like Morgan Freeman and Woody Harrelson. What could be? Go, what could go wrong? Oh, Turns out everything can go oh, wrong. A lot. It was terrible. Oh, it was really not good. Uh, so, so, uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely see uh, the conclusion of the Warring Triad. I I really do hope that it plays kind of like a grander role like if there was a way that they were able to tie it in narratively to the main plot because i just i I really do think that it's it's gonna something big is gonna happen because of it i hope it's not omega and the threat of omega is what ties us all to go out and fight against well because the warring triad does power oz's law so what happens if oz's law loses power Oh, God, it just plummets out of the sky. Does it? I don't, I don't know. know. What keeps it up? I'm assuming it's those engines that we see at the bottom of it. All right. I, it's got to lead to it's got to lead to something. It's got the Garleans in it. It's got to, it's got to have a payoff somewhere. Right. But how, how can it if you don't require it to get done? Do you just is it kind of like uh, when you re-meet with Ali say if you haven't done coil, you just hear about something that happened up in the north? Well, but there uh, there are story versions of it to, you know, to have you clear it like the easy versions are not a huge challenge or a big ask. I think if going into three point five five, the prerequisite is that you had all of the MSQ done and that storyline done that then they could kind of meaningfully unify mm. the two and you'd have a big uh, just a massive event moving forward into 3.55 that'd be interesting uh coming from like a perspective of how they're dividing up their content like you're not required to do it you can do it at whatever pace you want but you have to have it done by this time right 
That'd be interesting, actually. Right. And 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 someone, uh, uh, Gisela in the chat says, kind of like the mask uses doppelgangers for the Gita theory. It, yeah, I, I think actually, like, the mask having that character there sets you up as a way to expose the fact that Gita is actually two people, because he's doing the same thing. So if he exposes it, that, I mean, that's that's sort of like the perfect narrative bow tie right there. I don't know. I I, I kind of it's it's. I, look, I know that it's like kind of way out there into you know Crazyville, but I kind of like the theory. It's kind of a fun theory, I think. Um, so if you have any theories about three point five five, uh, or about three point five about uh, the story moving into four point give us a call. Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Uh, Kuki is standing by. She'll get you hooked up with the show. We'd love it if you gave us a call. Uh, so there's this. Uh, I don't really know exactly what this is. If this is just the NPC that. Uh, oh, Zoe. Or Zlo- Zoe. Yeah. Zol. Zloe. Zloe. Yeah. You know, it's like Chloe, but, but now it's Zloe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because this one's for crafting. Oh. Oh. Okay. And gathering. You know. All right, so uh, exploratory missions 2.0 then? Wait, did we talk about... Oh, wait. Did we mention that the new guy's name is Zervan the Demon? Uh, No, we didn't. <laughs> I was like, we should probably actually talk about him. Yeah, oh. we didn't. He yeah. looks pretty badass. Uh, no, they, they showed off some artwork of him. He looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Zervan. So we, we've had the demon, the fiend, and the goddess. The goddess. Yes. Uh, I believe those are straight out of... FF6, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we knew that. Okay. This great. is 3.0 stuff, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Keep up a little bit. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, any thoughts on the fight? On why? On the significance of him? Like, obviously, the goddess's story, I thought, when Koji got up there and explained kind of what her song the, meant. The lyrics. Yeah, yeah. I thought that added a lot to her. Is there any mention of him in the lore book? Uh, Not that I've gotten to yet. Okay. No. no. If anyone out there has read through the lore book and knows, I'd love to know. Uh, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm about 30 pages into it and I spent like three hours reading. Jeez. There's so much shit. There is so much. I like took a look at it. I'm like, oh, I don't read. I'm going to put this down. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That explains so much. You spent all that money on the lore book. Got it. Before you're finally like, oh, I don't read. Yeah. Basically. I'm like, I forgot. I don't even know how to read. Why did I buy this? I hate macaroni and cheese. (laughs) I was hoping for pictures. (laughs) You're looking forward to uh, FF14, the graphic novel. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. Like a comic book? That's what a graphic novel would definitely... That would be so cool. Can we get that? Why are you asking me? (laughs) As if I control these things. You have contacts. I, you know... You have the same contacts. I don't wear contacts. They hurt my eyes. Oh, my God. You're a monster. You're actually the worst. (laughs) I hate you so much. But it's fun. Called it. Oh. Juxta, I'm I'm, I'm surprised that you're not into the Zloey Zloey thing more. It says glamour elements will play a role. It's going to be a big deal. Yeah, I'm going to buy the glamour off the market board because that's all crafting is used for (laughs) is to give people who have lots of money more money yeah okay yeah, yeah you're not wrong yeah okay, okay. i do i'm curious to see if 
do we know if Zloe is a new person or if it's just Chloe and then wearing a different mask wearing like going across <laughs> the place she's like oh wait hold on hold hi I'm, I'm Zloe um here's your wondrous tales or your uh crafter book yeah your wondrous fails book yeah that's entirely yeah, positive it's just like a summoning bell and suddenly this girl like runs over and her yeah. name's slightly different now yeah just like in uh Super Mario RPG in the volcano I'm close I mean Zloe <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, that's possible. That's possible. That sounds right out of so yeah. Playbook. It's, it's so it's basically wondrous tales for crafting, crafting gathering. Yeah. yeah, basically. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, so the part you've all been waiting for. Yes, let's talk about exploratory missions 2.0, uh, which is the reworked diadem. Uh, this is really interesting. I don't. Totally know what to make of it just yet, but tell us about it. All right. So the pre-existing exploratory missions have been heavily updated. But what does that mean? Hunting. There's going to be hunting exploratory missions and gathering exploratory missions. You'll be determining which missions you want to participate in. The map itself will change from what it was before. So I'm wondering if they're going to take excerpts of the map that they had before and use that like like a chain of islands or something. You know what I mean? Uh, if that's going to serve or if it's going to be a whole new thing. I, I have to imagine that they didn't have time to rework all of the assets for it. That's got to be taking place in the same zone. Yeah, I, man. When I went to Dienna the first time, all I could think was. This is a huge place with nothing in it. Like you just fly for like two, three, four minutes at a time. It sort of was. It did sort of feel like, hey, let's show off flying. Yeah. And it's like, oh, hey, flying is just moving in a straight line until you get to ground. Kind of. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I the fact that they're removing the old diadem. Do you think that that's a good decision? I mean, because no one was doing it. Yeah, I mean, literally, no one was doing it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I hope what this means is like you know how you start on like different little uh, islands each time, right? I'm hoping like that they just take like each of those as like a region, and you'll randomly get sent to one of those, and right? Then you're just stuck <clears throat> in that small region, right? So now you actually like explore it more and mm. like get like involved with it more, I guess. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. You actually explore it rather than just fighting on it. Then just wander around and look for the other party. Wander around, look for their air currents, then fight at Dinosaur Island. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, so the, let's see, uh, players will earn equipment from completing duty requirements, uh, and the uh, Disciple of Land completes duties with gathering. Uh, so good to know that equipment is going to be coming from this. I kind of hope that it's not that randomized stuff. I hope that it's like a set of a, of equipment. When you say randomized, do you mean the stats? The stats can. I think the stats being randomized is fine. Yep, that's fine too. I think and the and, random glamour. Was poor yeah, choice. yeah. I think if they gave it a static appearance that, or or if it had a unique static appearance that you that you could glamour away, that would be fine too. Yeah. Or like if they. They just had to have like a like a new glamour for the pieces. Yes. And then if they wanted to have a random glamour on top of it that where it starts, sure, fine, but make it so if you dispel the glamour you have something new. Right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. 
Um, so that you, you know, you like you're not in there, and like, you, you, like you have to actually take it to an NPC or get, have a dispelling crystal to know exactly, right? You know, like what you got. That'd be yeah, kind of like that. Uh, so let's see. Um, the missions will also include bosses that require four parties to clear. Four parties. That's interesting. That's big. That's interesting. Four parties. I have to wonder. I don't think it'll. Uh, do you think it'll start you with four parties, or do you think that this will finally be an event where you have four parties that all queue in at the same time, but that they start from different areas and they're working towards one big objective in the middle? That's sort of what I. Mm. That was what I envisioned after hearing this. And I'm curious what you guys make of that. So, like, four different groups working towards the middle and then a big fight at the center when they get there? Or yeah. they just make it there? Yeah, I, I, I mean... They haven't, they haven't done a, a, a fight based around 32 people before. Well, uh, let's let's take a look at this other statement because I think that it'll inform the opinion uh, in case you haven't read this. Uh, unlike old Diadem, this will have a mostly it will be mostly guided content uh, as opposed to just flying around and killing stuff. Uh, not directly in 3.5. Uh, Diadem will be unavailable starting in 3.5. New exploratory missions will be implemented sometime in 3.5 X. So it may not be in three even 3.55. That may be in 3.5 eight oh god hmm Ugh. i know Actually, right you know what no i think i might be okay with that because it'll give us it'll, it'll something to say to us for that seven weeks yeah that'll be cool if like march is here we're all dying for something and then suddenly new diadem hits new yeah. diadem hits and it's not garbage so i mean and they don't specify what exactly the makeup is if it's a light party or a full party if you need four full parties, that's a lot of fucking people. Is but it's sort of, but it does sort of hit at the scale that Diadem was looking to achieve in its first go round. But if right. it's four parties of four, I think that's way more manageable. And that's. But then why would they just say two full parties? Because that's yeah. all four. No, you're right. Well, I think what is key, like you pointed out, is that they say this is more guided as opposed to just drop you in the zone, go do what you want. Right. That you're right. I think you could be right. It could be four groups of eight working towards a common objective, but on different paths. Right. It's this is sort of like what we theorized with Crystal Tower before we actually got Crystal yeah, Tower, right. where you'd have parties that are working separately as opposed to three parties all working towards the same objective inside of the same room. Mm-hmm. We thought that that parties would be much more segregated and accomplishing different objectives that would all lead towards unlocking something in the center where you would combine for like an Ozma type fight. Right. That's sort Which of what awesome. That's sort of what I'm I'm thinking they're alluding to with Diadem. Which if they do that, I think that that's great. I I think that that's that's potentially very fun. Talk about a fresh take on the content. Yeah, totally. I, I wonder what it'll be like with one group getting there like really fast and just sitting around waiting for the other two groups to show or th- uh, three groups to show up if they ever make it. I think that that's a downside, but at the same time, and it's and it's a downside that they were conscious of when they designed Crystal Tower, right? And and Void Arc, and and I think that that's very clear, especially when you you know when you go through those. Um, the timing of that is is something that's that's very important, and I think if. They let go of that as aspect that, yeah, there might be some problems. You might have to smooth it out along the way somewhere. Depending but, on the difficulty, I'd love to see where 
okay, uh, our first two groups are there. The other two haven't made it yet. Let's go in and fight them shorthanded. Let's go and fight them with 16. Actually, you know, I was thinking like even a boss room that just removes the lockout mechanic. Yeah. A boss room mm-hmm. where you where you could engage with, of uh, you know, with one party and then... As people get there, they can join in. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I like like not being able to leave it once you're in, but you can go into the fight. Yeah. They'd have to uh, fix something for like people like just dying and then respawning and coming back in, but I think you could do that. I'm probably thinking more something along the lines of you're going to have four pads and they're all going to meet in the middle, but there's going to be mobs along the way. But the boss won't spawn until all the mobs along all the paths are dead. So if one group gets to the middle first, they can just head down another group's path, meet in the middle, and then those two paths, two parties can go down another path until all mobs are dead. That's, yeah, I mean, that's another possible way. I'm just, I, I, I sort of, I don't know, I kind of like the the other way that we had come up with. I think yeah. that that would be really fun. Um, yeah, and if you are able to kill it with the 16 people before the other two groups get there, more treasure for you. Yeah, right. Oh, like they would Put a have competitive nature into it. They have a like an attribution system based on the DPS. Or no, not even just if the boss is dead and you don't get there in time, you don't get any treasure. Oh, you have to at least land one hit on it. Yeah, mm. to be able to lock. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I, if again, if you want to uh, speculate along with us, uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash Discord. Love to hear from you. What do you think about these DM changes? Does this pique your interest for the event? Are you going to check it out? Uh, so on top of that, oh, this is the well, news also, that got me. Achievements, in. by the way, achievements for the current DDM uh, will be adjusted for the rework. Just so you know. Um, so so we, I mean, we're all not, worried about it. So these going to turn to like legacy achievements where you can't get them anymore. I don't know. I mean, they've done that with other stuff, like the one point, all the one achievements. It's possible that they could. Yeah. The fact that the events locking out in three point five leads me to believe that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get those achievements done. I guess. I guess so. Uh, so now this is pretty big, and a lot of people have been talking about this, uh, and and also the PvP changes. But uh, let's talk about the uh, party finder updates. Yes, there's a a lot going on here, and uh, it, I mean, just a lot of stuff that should have been added a long fucking time ago. But we're finally getting around to that. Well, now they have money. Yeah, right. FF15 is done. Now they can afford to spend some money on FF14 again. Uh, The window will uh, change to allow a choice between server only and entire data center uh, or all party finder parties in both categories. So uh, we will get the uh, the, finally the addition of the data center cross server party finder, man. It's a big deal. I was shocked when that was included in this. I thought that was going to be a storm blooding in uh, item. Yeah, oh, that's right. I, it it is it is a definitely a pretty big quality of life adjustment right there. Yeah, not one I thought we would get in the three point X line. Yeah, yeah, a little surprised, but also at the same time, when you think about it, like how long it should have been there. Oh yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the fact that it took this long. You know, God damn. Come, come on, let's just be happy it's coming out. Okay, I am. I guess. Do <laughs> the real question is: Are we going to have cross server? part or friend lists uh well good good question good question uh so data center wide uh party finder options uh are going to be implemented uh players will still have the option to only recruit from their server if they want to uh but it opens up the ability for people from across servers to play together 
for instanced content. Uh, Why would you want to restrict it to your own server? For what purpose? I don't know. Because we're on the best server, well, so don't let any plebs touch us. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah, well, I guess if you're afraid of getting someone from Balmung in your group, you could do that. <laughs> Uh, cross server only works for content in duty or raid finder and uh, party chat can be used once you join a party finder group, even if you're on different servers uh, and they will be adjusting the blacklist to work cross server. So I would assume that they would also put the friends list in that list of things to do as well. How Although long they've, before, they, they've overlooked weirder things. So how long before we start seeing party finder messages for ERP groups on Balmung oh, that you can God. join from any server oh, now? No, dude, they're about to expand their market. This is gonna be big. Ah, gross. You know, the biggest, it naked. <laughs> it's gonna be the biggest thing for harems in a long time. Although I think that this will this will make uh, uh, Tuesday night reset streams a lot more fun because we can throw up the flag for LBR parties yeah! cross server. Yes. So I I mean I I think that that'll definitely be. Can we do cross server PvP? Because that is instanced content. You can do cross server Verminion because that's in the duty finder. <laughs> no. Ooh. <laughs> Tuesday night Lords of Reminion tournament. Everybody loses. <laughs> we all lose. Uh party finder filters will help narrow down uh recruitments you're searching for. Uh content like Palace of the Dead and Diadem will be updated into the party finder sometime later. Uh it won't be available at the launch of the new party finder for cross server play. You can password lock recruitments oh that's totally awesome so lbr group the uh, password is rump cox first first seven people to get in get to go it'll always be balls 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 rump cock and balls rump cock and balls rump cock and balls don't know <laughs> uh, uh, so uh you can also it can also be used to uh, make cross server static raid groups or uh if only your friends want to join so uh and it will be introduced in 3.5 not 3.55 3.5 oh, oh good that's a pretty major like anytime you do something that has to tinker with how the servers talk to each other that's a pretty major addition yeah no i think that this is gonna be I think that this is this is going to be a really big, uh, a really big change. Uh, you know, people feel segregated by their servers so often that I think that this is going to be akin to. And, and even though we do have server transfers, but I think that this is going to be akin to when FF11 opened up server transfers where you didn't need a friend pass. But you know even I mean? 11, you could message people on other servers. Yeah, it's true. true. That's true. I don't know how that functionality never made it into 14. That Yeah, that is a little weird. <laughs> One thing Play Online did right. The, o- <laughs> maybe, the only Maybe thing. the only thing. That and Tetra Master. And the music. Yeah, the music was great. Like, you listen to it in your car, I which know. is... It's called... Sh- the title of the track is Space. That's a strange level of, uh, of, uh, of, of masochism listening to that on your uh, of your own free will in your car do 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 it's called dolphin by the way that song no it's not called space not called dolphin it's called space 
Dolphin's a different track. <laughs> Did you know that you could actually change the track on Play Online? Yeah, yeah. I always oh, There's yeah. like a whole bunch of them. Yeah. 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 Did you always just listen to the the default one? Yeah. Well, you're insane. But it's the best one. No, it's not. I, d- I definitely had mine changed for a while. I and like, then and then I uninstalled it and reinstalled it and it reset all my settings and I'm like, well, now we're setting that the, again. I like the one where it plays the very first time, like when you just install the game before you update POL and it's that really fast paced one. So you heard it for like twelve oh seconds God. until POL updated <laughs> and then it switched over. That one's great. Yeah. So uh anyway. Yeah, I do think that this is that this is going to be a really big deal. This is uh, the second patch I think they've put in where I feel like this is just for streamers. It's iCam and then this. Like these are big things that you're doing for your streaming community. I, you know, I don't think it's just for streamers. I think that they're this is for everybody. They really is for everyone because you know you you want to be able to play with your friends. Like that's a big thing, and you know being segregated by server can be pretty frustrating. I mean, you know, if we wanted to do. Like, if we wanted to do a super stream team, you know, like if we wanted to get all of our streaming friends together and all stream something at the same time. We have streaming friends? We do. Really? We, we have some left. Oh, okay. <laughs> but if we wanted to get them together, it, the, you know, like someone would have to pay money to transfer servers or like now with this, it'll be super fucking easy. Yeah. Password rump cock and balls. Rump, rump cock and balls. Rump. Romp cock? Romp cock. Romping cock and balls. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. No, I, I think... I this, think is, this is high art right here. Yeah. This is what you, this this is what you pay. Highbrow humor. This is what you pay for when you uh, support Limit Break Radio on Patreon. I give it a 10! Uh, thank you. Thanks, stream. Appreciate it. Uh, so, we're also going to see some adjustments to PvP. Now, this yes. is also something that has attracted a lot of attention. So uh, you can queue now in three as of three point five. You will be able to queue as uh, you can you can queue without the grand company restrictions. They abolished grand company restrictions. Yeah. Finally, you can choose to queue by grand company. But why? So is there literally no reason to pick a grand company anymore other than which armor you want? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to switch over to the Maelstrom, and I started like, oh, I'll have to redo all my quests to rank up again, and for nothing. Okay, maybe not. Well, for glams. I guess. What uh, what nation are you? Oh, God, Gridania. The armor sucks. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's hideous. Wow. That's why I thought about it. It's hideous. Get out of there. I would recommend changing. Yeah. 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 it's a lot of work, but trust me, you'll be happier in the end. <laughs> Dude, the twin adders, like, I thought, like, hey, I started in this city. I should join them. What a mistake that was. Wow. That place sucks. Yeah. yeah. You backed the wrong horse on that yeah, one. Yeah, I want to move. I hate Gridania. Uh, So, yeah, removing the grand company requirements, uh, because in 4.0, uh, we are getting a new and bigger PvP content. Ooh. And, of course, we need to look into, like, what's the lore behind that, because... <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like... We've always talked about the grand companies being such a barrier to like so many different aspects of lore. Like when we talked about open world PvP and stuff like that. Sure. Maybe a new larger thing has to. So now it's going to be we're, the we're, grand we, company restrictions. Look, we're we're stepping into a contested area. This is. I mean, we are we are walking into a battle zone. Um, I I really do. You know, it's funny because because Yoshi P has made direct mention direct mention 
that players have said that they wanted to join up with the Garleans before, which is I just I think it's fascinating that he's even acknowledged that desire. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that means that lots of people wanted to do it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You can't take the general aesthetic of Eorzea and then put freaking Star Wars people in there and think that people aren't going to want to play as that. When I first saw Garlemald in that cutscene where you get on the airship for the first time, I'm like, when do I get to go there and get that armor? That looks badass. I want to go to the Death Star. (laughs) Dude. And keep in mind that every Garlemald general has a gun blank. So gun shields, gun sword, gun halibird, gun hammer. Yeah, the place like yeah, they're badasses. Who doesn't want to be part of that? Well, dumb people. I, I think. want gun daggers. But I mean, it's just it's interesting that he acknowledges that and then tries to temper that statement by saying, "Yeah, but you're really gonna hate this new bad guy. You're really gonna hate Zena." I mean, like I I I do feel like there is a dichotomy that has never been explored in FF14 that does exist. <clears throat> Of the people of Eorzea versus the Garlean Empire. And I, I just when you have when you have a conflict like that, it just seems so easy to go, okay, pick a side, op- open PvP, go. You know, like yeah. that it just it seems like a very easy answer for that. It seems easy, but then you gotta think, okay, so now you're gonna have two different factions. So are you gonna have to be able to level up as Garlem as a Garlean? Garlean faction now you have to have quests all for the Garleans and stuff I mean WoW struggles with the Horde and Alliance uh, separate uh, faction quests all the time and they hate it really oh like practically all the quests now are both uh, shared faction and you have like maybe maybe one zone that's like really Horde versus Alliance hmm. so well I, I always viewed Yoshi talking about people wanting to be Garlean as more an admission that they failed to present the Garleans as the villains they're supposed to be. We picked up on that very early, joking that they do everything stupendously bad. We saw them as cartoon characters more. Yeah, the key, the Keystone Cops of uh, Eorzea. Exactly. They're just that, and that, and that's on SE's part. That's their failure to present them as the proper menace that they're supposed to be. And part of that might have been just them hoping that 1.0 would carry that feel over. And I, I don't know. Like at this point. We need to see them as villains, as as the evil force that they're supposed to be. Because right now, yeah, a lot of people just went through 2.0 and said, "I'll tell you what." Like we we've talked about, uh, like the Garleans just have their hearts and their their hearts are in the right places. Their mindset is just wrong. Like we're sympathizing too much with our villains at this point. I think it's good to have some sympathy for your villain, but it's too much at this yeah. point. Yeah. No, I, I I definitely get what you're saying, but I mean, like this new new large scale. PvP content that we were supposed to be getting with 4.0. That's interesting. Yes. Uh, and and the fact that it's not based on that, um, you know, the 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 three nations. The I think company. that that's also Ugh. very interesting. And I mean, like, look, they had to get rid of it at some point because the queue times were just atrocious. Yeah, they were just really bad. And, you know, the Wolves Den moved away from that sort of, you know, locking into Grand Company thing. And I, I feel like they they did need to move away from that. It's just whether or not that decision or justification is going to be written into the story or not. Mm-hmm. It should. I think it should be as a personal opinion. I think it should be. But we'll see. 
Um, so uh, dueling. You can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, dueling. Uh, so you'll be able to uh, have the ability to eye level sync duels to 150. Uh, you'll also be able to have uh, ability sync gear to the host's item level. Uh, unsynced can still be done if you want. And uh, recast timers are going to be reset at the start of the duel. Good. All, Sounds good. All things that should be there. All very good quality of life changes for dueling. Have I, have either of you guys done dueling? No, 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 no. Not even not at once. Why would you? To show how big your penis is. Oh, have you? No. Okay. Well, then, <laughs> how big's no, your no, penis? He, he asked. He asked, "Why would you do it to show how big your penis is?" No, but I mean, like, why would you ask us whether we've done it or not if you haven't? To you see if curious. you have, I was just asking. Okay. To see if you have or not. No, I, I, I'm just saying that statement came with a lot of judgment. I didn't judge anyone. You, that came with. The, I that felt was the ju- honest, I, honest inquiry I of a question. I am an inquisitor, and uh, I am juxtabrand. This is Spanish Inquisition. Listen, you're very important. I understand. You can't make time to call your mother. I, I get it. <laughs> Uh, 12 hours in labor, whatever. It didn't mean much. So uh, changes for the feast are going to include some new maps with the same rules. That's cool. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. They showed off. Yeah. They showed off one of the new maps and it looked like it was uh, in the Gridania area. Yeah. Uh, right on Balesar's wall. <laughs> Shut up. No, it looks like it might uh, like the power up items might be like kind of in the center. So it'd be more of contested to try to grab those items before the other person. Yeah, I saw so, that. Um, interesting. It, it also kind of for some reason, it reminds me a little bit of uh, the 1.0 Hamlet zone. So that might be a nice way to kind of tie it back. Uh, there was a there was an event called Hamlet and it just took place in this. It was like one of the only instanced events in 1.0 and uh it just took place in this little area and that's hamlet huh was it a nice little hamlet it was and you had to protect it from what stuff i I can't remember did you ever do it i did a couple of times actually but you don't remember i don't i remember enough about this i don't i I remember enough about the zone it looks a little similar that's all How, how nice of a hamlet could have been then Seriously? Who are you defending it from? Seriously. 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 Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. Oh my god. Chat disabled during battles. <laughs> what? Yeah, this is what? the this is the big big oh change. Oh right my here. god. Yeah. Uh so the chat is going to be disabled now during battles. Uh, they say due to the majority of chat containing harassment and not actual strategy. That I believe. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> that checks. I out. absolutely believe that's true. Totally checks out. Hundred uh, percent. So uh, new targeting commands and auto translate actions will be implemented for strictly strategic discussion. Wait, so you can still talk via auto translate? Yep. Oh, that's amazing. Place gun inside trousers. Pull back trigger. Goodbye, left ball. <laughs> No, 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 they're they're adding new ones. Right. And these new actions and actions will be actual buttons for your hotbar. Right. So you won't be able to make uh, your disgustingly lewd auto-translate Oh, phrases. but you know that you will somehow. <laughs> I Someone have planned burn down Bastok. Someone will figure it out. 
Uh, these new command, yeah, as you said, that they're actual buttons uh, for your hotbar, and uh, these actions are for the feast. Oh, oh what? Come on, man! Now I got to go what? into the feast to try and ab- abuse these. You know what my new favorite function is from three point four? What slash countdown five? <laughs> That is so annoying. I hate being in parties with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate people who put it and start at like 20. Why Why would we ever need 20 seconds to get ready? I don't Some know. Some people get a big opener. A free opener? Ninjas do. Yeah, you don't know 20 about seconds it. worth? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. No. You do not. No. Cast all your buffs before get you do anything. Get the fuck out of here. Cast all your buffs before because you go. Because I have global cooldowns to use. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Uh, so, yeah, that uh, that looks like what we're going to be getting in terms of uh, PvP adjustments. Uh, interesting stuff. I mean, a lot of people making a big deal about the chat. Yeah. I, 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 like, of course it was being used for flaming. Pri- of course. Like, like, what else not, do you use the chat for? Have they never played a game of League before? Come on. You know what that chat's for. <laughs> If you can't make someone kill themselves in real life, you're not trying hard enough. It gets that brutal in there, wild. man. It's really dark. Yeah. yeah. That, that, Scalia, that escalated quickly. That escalated quickly. <laughs> escalated. Uh, all right. Let's go to our phone lines. Uh, we've got Crimson Tinted of Balmung hanging on. What's going on, Crimson? Thanks for uh, calling Limit Break Radio. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, I just wanted to bring up my thoughts on the chat removal situation. All right. So the reason that I wanted to bring them up is um, unless I'm mistaken about the cast, I believe most of you guys only very occasionally play feast or not at all. Play that's feast. generous. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, it's fair for glams. For glams. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So, and, and I know as well, you've had guests on that have, a great deal of experience in Feast and PvP that have given you their perspective. Definitely. I think he's um, talking about Joe Never right there. Yeah, Joe Never. Yeah. Never yeah. heard of him. No, who's, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, um, I, I wanted you to hear from a person that has spent a lot of time this season trying to actually play and improve their play and become a more experienced PvP player. Um, and the value I find in chat um contrary to popular belief and interpretation that it's just a place for flamers to flame and all that um i've been in a number of matches where there has actually been not just banter but functional chat that has significantly turned the tide of matches sure um i don't think it's a good idea on square enix's part to just throw the baby, the bathwater, the tub, the, the entire freaking bathroom out the window and just say, no, we can only speak in preformed auto translate macros now. Um, I, so so you don't you don't think that that the actions that they're putting in is going to be able to compensate for taking the chat out? Not even remotely. No, there's so many circumstances in PVP that are dynamic. There's so many branch conditions of different types of burst different healing situations etc you can't possibly 
come up with a list of auto translate macros that covers that all. No, so, but I mean, like, I, I, I sort of feel like a lot of the backlash against the decision is sort of centered around the fact that Yoshi P admitted to the fact that this is due to the amount the majority of chat containing harassment. I think that that has an automatic way of making people recoil <laughs> And and go, whoa, wait a minute. That that seems like an extreme reaction. But if they had not said that and put the chat actions in and not disabled the chat, I think that we would have seen a lot of people just like gravitate to those actions very quickly because the potential there is to be able to communicate a lot faster yeah. than having to type. Typing is very, very slow. It, it, I mean, it's time consuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it when, takes your attention away from the battlefield. Absolutely. And and if you're on a live battlefield situation, there are times where that really is not that viable. So you know, I think having a shortcut to be able to communicate very simple things is a good thing. But the fact that they came out and said that this is to cut down on harassment, that automatically makes people react and go, ah, wait a minute. That seems that seems like an extreme reaction. Well, one thing I would like is right. if they don't restrict chat until combat begins so that you can start like you can plan your strategy out or uh, paste in a discord link so you can all talk on discord. Mm. Like that seems like it would be an important element of, of playing in, in the feast. Yeah. I, I it it just it does seem like they've neutered an element of their game for kind of a half-assed reason. I, I I mean, again, I don't play the feast that much. I don't PvP that much, and when I do, I don't feel like the chat is that big of a deal. Not that toxic. No, it's mm-hmm. not. Most people just regard it or don't at all. Like the actually, the majority of people when pvp is kind of like the thing to do for tomes i think they disregard the chat more than anything yeah do you think maybe part of that too is because we're so low ranked that everyone's just trashed here where we're at yeah that's you know what is this just gonna be for the feast only because i feel like i have a whole lot more harassment and name calling when i'm in front lines more than i do in the feast really how much does Kahlo have when he just stands around doing nothing yeah (laughs) Well, nobody notices him, so. Right. It's when people are getting frustrated and they're trying to lead their team to victory and they're like, go attack point C and nobody's attacking point C and then they get mad and then everyone starts yelling back and forth at each other. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the feast does seem like a weird place to apply this. like Especially when communication in the feast is so much more important because you are 25% of your team in the feast versus not even 2% of your team in front lines. Right, right. Yeah, Kyle's case, 0%. See, how it reads to the PvP community, honestly, when you remove chat like this, is it reads reads as two things. It reads as a moderation failure, basically them throwing up their hands and going, oh, moderating chat's too hard, so we're just going to disable it. And it reads as lazy as a result. Well, why do why does moderate chat? Why do well, but but why does the chat need to be moderated? Who needs to be protected from assholes? Like that. That's the thing is that like I sort of feel like even if the chat, even if the PvP chat was mostly harassment, who gives a shit? Who really cares that? Like like who cares that much if you're being called a fag or whatever? Like who gives a shit about what people say in the PvP chat if it's not helpful? And I mean, isn't like part of that is why the ESRB doesn't rate online content. Yeah. Like you don't have to worry about your game being rated improperly. 
that you you are clear on that what I, what happened what comes from online conversation is not your responsibility i just i don't think that that pvp chat even is something that needs to be moderated i think you go the half the step and you go moderation that that's you're 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 halfway you might as well just turn it off and make it only actions you know like if you're gonna go that far and expend that many you know that many resources making that happen why not just go the extra distance and turn it off that's what they're doing right exactly but if you just leave it the way that it is i mean add the actions too i'm not i'm not saying that the actions are going to be useless add the actions too but i just i don't understand what what quote-unquote harassment people are having to put up with in the feast do you do, do you know uh do, do you know uh crimson, crimson? Are you asking generally, you know, like how how bad the harassment is? Yeah, like like what what kind of what kind type of shit? Like what kind of harassment have you seen that would justify Square Enix going? No, oh, no, we got to pull the plug on this. In short, nothing. I, I've never seen anything in a feast chat in any match I've ever been in that's ever been remotely worse than shout chat and it'll sure two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, oh, totally. Ever. Totally. And, and, I, and it's only a three other fucking people. And the problem is solved so easily with a mute button. Or if it's that bad, or mute just, them. I mean, if you, if you, if you're doing a rando match, fucking, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like the matches are that long. Yeah. I don't know. Like, ah. <sighs> I, it, it, I'm, I'm watching the issue happen in real time, having seen it start happening four years ago in League. Like, it's the same thing over and over again in every game. And, like, yeah, they, they start with disabling the chat. People are going to bitch about that. They'll bring back the chat. They'll add a mute button. People will bitch about that. They'll add, put in a tribunal where players can judge other players. It gets insane, man. It's where it ends up. It's, it's so unnecessary. Then everyone goes to Overwatch, and the chat gets great. Hmm. I, look, I just if 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 the complaint is that I have to deal with assholes, sorry, you're playing an online game. Assholes are everywhere. They are. You're we listening to, deal, to three to of them right now. I know. There's two in this room right now. No, there's three in this room. That's correct. You count yourself as one of those. I was. Skelly's not an, an asshole. asshole. What if an he's asshole. not? If he's not an asshole, what is he? Care Bear. Really. ERP Care Bear, oh yeah, <laughs> I could that, be an asshole with that hair. I, I uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. If you had a plate, I'd flip it right now. <laughs> Here's a pen uh, for you. You said you're gonna flip it, not throw it at me. Yeah, I'm an asshole. You dick. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the call, Crimson. Uh, we appreciate it. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. If you want to join us on Discord, we'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear more opinions about the chat, the chat being disabled during PvP. I think that this is, I, I mean, I just, I think it's an interesting decision on Square Enix's part. I don't fully understand it. And I, I, if someone has some more uh, insight on what might have been, you know, the 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 catalyst behind this decision, I'd love to hear it. 
I like to imagine that there's just some guy at SE who runs PvP. That's like his side thing. And then he's he's focusing on something for 3.5. And Yoshi's like, hey, people are complaining about the chat harassment all the time. Can you do something? And he's like, yeah, I got this. Fuck it. And he just turns it off. Delete. Deleted. Boom. It's taken care of. There's no more harassment in chat. Problem solved. I like to think that's how SE handles a lot of things. So... Our Chocobo companions are going to be receiving oh an update. God. Oh, my god! The gosh. QOL patch we've all been waiting for how for long, two years. How long has... Oh, my God. Seriously, this has taken forever. Who even cares at this point? I I don't know. I, is there ever a reason to bring your Chocobo companion out anymore? Do you ever use it ever? I did any? it when I was leveling. For fates? Fates. When do you do fates? Never. For challenge log? Really? Yeah, there's a specific squadron members only come from Fates. Oh, my God. I need it for my group. Shut up about your group. <laughs> They're all hot and sexy Mithra. I like, uh, I like that Mithra, really. That's interesting. Well, Mikote. Oh, that's less interesting. A couple aura. Mithra would have been very interesting. I, want, <laughs> I would want some lore behind that. I would be all over squadrons. Yeah. Uh, so there's going to be an improvement to the Chocobo companion system. Uh, Duty Finder can be used while your chocobo companion is present thank you it's only two taken two years yeah it's really three years got three even years, longer three what years, the yeah. hell uh, uh chocobo companions and uh summoner scholar pets can be out at the same time hmm. uh full party can contain eight players and eight chocobos so you can have eight summoners eight chocobos and eight eggies man gosh that's your a huge own, party. You got a your own crystal rate. tower, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, because they are no longer party members, you'll need to manually target a party member's chocobo to see its HP, just like you do with pets currently. Okay. So, uh, I mean, yay. a quality of life adjustment that should have been there forever ago, but good to have it. I'm glad it's here. Yeah. Do you think this is like a precursor to them doing something with the chocobo companions? I hope so. Like, if you're able to switch it out for something uh, you don't know, like don't don't do it like don't, no don't no. like a wyvern i <laughs> fucking hate you because <sighs> yes i do think that's where it's going oh i'm not happy I mean, we this. just finished we just finished heaven's word they could give us a wyvern <sighs> be a, no you know, thematic. I mean, after after heaven's word no if they were gonna give us a wyvern it should be during heaven's words so i don't think we're ever gonna get a wyvern Mm-hmm. Maybe we could get like um, it's gonna be twenty five dollars in the cash shop, and I am going to sit there crying in my lap as I fork over the money for it. If if it okay, so if Square Enix did companion skins, but it reset all of your skill points, you had to earn all of that exp like, all over again. Level, started from level one. Started from level one. Would you do it? Is it anything different? It's. I mean, it would like li- are the skills the same? Skills are exactly the same. No. Because I never use it. I'm n- the question was not aimed at you, dumb fuck. Okay, well, real quick, before you answer that question, Escalia, what level is your Chocobo? Uh, not 20, okay. No, not Anero, 20. what like level 12. is your Chocobo? I don't care. Not 20, okay. Seeing as I'm the only person here with a max level Chocobo, I feel like I am the only one qualified to answer that question, and to which I respond... Yeah, you're done. So, would no. you... Now, do I have Escalia. to send my Chocobo back to zero, or my Dragoon back to level one? Oh, no, 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 no. The Chocobo, the companion... You're, you're Dragoon all the way back to level? Yeah, what the okay. fuck? Yeah, abs- if it's the Wyvern, or the Dragoon, or Chocobo, yeah, absolutely. The Companion. Fuck that. The yeah. Companion. I think yeah. I'd, I'd lose out on, like, 
20 minutes of work okay i like it's not very high level i've all right, leveled all right fair enough yeah fair enough yeah i here's I, the problem i'm like right in the middle of mine here's the problem i was debating over it when i thought it was maybe my dragoon having to go back to level one i was thinking about it oh really yeah that's i think i would i think i'd still do it because yeah. well, leveling a job is easy yeah, that's true leveling a chocobo is hard because it's you don't get any xp ever i how did you level yours I'm gonna take you off mute. I leveled my choke woke entirely through Kraka roots and a little bit of challenge log. Okay. Cause at, at like uh at like level fourteen and above, one crocker root is worth like fifty five mobs. Come on, man. It's not even worth it. <laughs> uh i mean I, but why would I mean, is that something that is that an accomplishment that you feel like paid off for you in the long run? Define paid off. <laughs> That's a no. Right That's there. definitely a no. I got this imaginary bar to full, and then I got a little uh, little shiny thing that says like achievement earned, so I achieved something. That's okay. Look, they're gonna if they put this in the game. First of all, you know that wyvern wouldn't even be an option for you to select. Yeah. The second thing is is that they would screw it up just as badly as they're screwing up the eggy glamours. Let's talk about this because this is so funny. I'm so Ooh. glad. I'm so glad that this means nothing to me because this is <laughs> hilarious. This is a big kick in the dick. So finally, eggy glamours are here. They're going to be out with 3.5. So the outward appearance of Garuda Titan and Ifrit Eggy can now be altered. Ooh, that's nice. Uh, you have to complete the relevant quest and it unlocks this feature that's not okay, surprising that's all right that's, that's kind of like the aesthetician probably sure. yeah, yeah lore quest okay Makes sense. Yeah. you can uh, change your eggies appearance using text commands that's kind of cool slash change app whatever all right sure uh other players will be able to see your eggies altered appearance oh, oh that's, that's good that's a step up for machinist and <laughs> patch 3.5 will only allow for carbuncles to be used as the alternate appearance other eggy appearances will be added in as they stated oh, several times prior to this. Oh my god. So only even carbuncle? when you get it, even when you get it, it's only like a third, it's a quarter, it's a quarter of what it should be. Congratulations, summoners. Ha ha, ha ha ha, ha 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 ha, ha ha ha. How's that dicking feel? To be ha. fair, carbuncles are probably the best looking eggy anyway. Look. I, I you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I'm, I'm sure wrong. I'm sure that there are people out there who are like, I just want my Ifrit Eggy to be green for no discernible reason. <laughs> I want that Shiva Eggy. Come on. You would think that Give if they got us Eggy. Look, if they're putting it if they're putting it in the Boobs. fucking game, like you know what I mean? Boobs. Okay. Well, is it just a floating boobs. pair of disambiguated <laughs> boobs? Should that, it not be? Is that is that the entirety of her Eggy? Just the boobs? Does she have other parts? <laughs> yeah, few. Vagina? <laughs> I don't. Maybe <laughs> just a t- pair of floating boobs and then a vagina at the bottom. <laughs> that when you target it and do slash grab. And then we're gonna have some guy. Hey, why don't you have feet on those boobs? <laughs> you can. Send I your- did my fetish too, Square Enix. You can send your hate mail to juxtaposition <laughs> care of Limit Break Radio. <laughs> P.O. Box uh, 66666. Uh, appearance changes will be saved even if you log out and uh, resummon an Eggy once you've altered its appearance. So, um, I just, it again, it feels like a quarter of the system. It feels like a quarter of what should be there. Mm. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like we're missing a few Eggies. Where's that Kate Sith Eggie? Come on. 
Miss Sweet. Kate Sith? Yeah, why not? Of all the Aggies who chose Kate Sith? People love Kate Sith, man. What about Bahamut? That'd be a pretty cool Aggie. That'd be sweet, but I don't think you're going to get Bahamut. Like, you're just like, a badass to get Bahamut. $25 on the cash shop. No, yo. Bahamut. But of course, it has to be eggified, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks like a wyvern. Fuck you. Ah! Ah! Wyvern pets. There you go. There. I like it. I like it. Um, <sighs> do, you, do you guys, I mean, like when they do end up putting the other eggies in there as appearances that can be changed. Do you guys think that we're ever going to see the Belias eggie uh, make a, an appearance again? Cause I'm, is it, wasn't, wasn't the Belias eggie the one that was used in the summon, summoner quest? Which one? It was, it was a part of the quest. line. I don't know. I haven't fucking done summoner quest line, but I know that it appears as a part of the lore. Um, was it Belias or was it, was that a different, it might have been called Belias, but uh, for like the Capstone Summoner Quest in 2.0, it was just like a reskinned uh, Ifrit egg. Oh, purple. okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so. When do I get my purple tire Ifrit eggy? That's, that's a summoner. Okay. So, yeah, summoners get dicked on this. Lol. And I think yet, it's, I I think it's pretty funny. Complaining very much. Summoners just seem thrilled to finally get something. No, well, have summoners have been beaten down yes, so long. I think, I think summoners have just yes, they, they they've been continuously beaten down again and again. Where they're just like attention, thank you. They mentioned us. Oh my god, <laughs> I hate summoners. Why? Because they're stupid. Okay. Well, that's specific. I don't know. I got nothing. I was gonna go somewhere with that. Great. Thanks. Good uh, good contribution there. Thank you. Uh, so we'll also see the addition of the Novice Network. This may be my favorite thing out of the entirety of Live Letter 33. That is not what I would have guessed. Because I, I think the Novice Network and the support for returning players, I think, is some of the funniest shit that I've ever read. Not only, not only is Square Enix trolling us by taking away our PvP chat. If you don't log in often enough, they're going to brand your character. <laughs> <laughs> so the Novice Network will be available. The players uh, will be asked to confirm whether or not they wish to join the network after being invited. And players can choose to opt out. But in terms of support for returning players, uh, a new player status has been introduced. Returning players. Okay. Uh, this is to help help uh, let people know someone is playing the game again <laughs> after taking a break. That's you helpful. get branded. You're, it's helpful. Okay, you're a returning noob. So I haven't played since 2.0. Help me out. What's so, new in this? So someone's level 60, but they haven't played since they finished the Heaven's Word storyline. They just yeah. checked out for the whole of it. This status becomes available if you haven't logged on for 45 days or more. Interesting. So a lot of people who have the returning player mark may have also just been evicted. Please talk nicely to them. Uh, a window will pop up asking you if you want to use this status. Uh, it sets their status as returning player, uh, requires level 50 or above, and returning players can use the novice network. You can gain extra XP by forming a party uh, with a mentor or you know just like a new player. Uh, again, I think that this is hysterical because now, I, anyone who gets this mark anyone you see with this mark i think automatically it's got to be 
tease the shit out of them. Make make just fucking Oh, so you're back. Well, look who <laughs> look look who the cat dragged in. <laughs> That's, how, what, that's how, what I think. That's a, you. With everyone with the mark should be treated. What like that. symbol should they have next to their name? I feel like gold star would be a little bit on the nose. <laughs> you wanted that for the RP. Logo, I know, I know, and I didn't get it, so I'm suggesting it here. I mean, they're they're useless pieces of player trash well, so the, the chat suggesting maybe like the sprout but it's brown and dead now and just <laughs> wilted. <laughs> Needs i like water. that idea that's a good idea need some tlc <laughs> some erp tlc oh yeah what if he's got the returning player tag and the rp tag up can you do that will you water me daddy now it's a wilted penis instead oh <laughs> oh Truly the saddest of penis. <laughs> the flaccid penis. Is there a worse <laughs> term to describe your penis than wilted? Flaccid. Flaccid's a pretty... Well, I, a flaccid's just a normal state. I know, when you but say I mean, wilted, that's bad. Yeah. I think they're going to fall off. Yeah. It implies that you're a little bit more dead inside than I think people would want to cop to. Escalia-sized? What? That Rude. That would be a really, a really awful thing to call. Okay. All right. It's worse than wilted. Uh, I, I just, I, lo- I love this. I love the fact that, that there's going to be a returning player status. So do they get, they get bonus XP from marking themselves with this? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah. And with, and with that XP bonus, we should make fun of them more. Yeah. Uh, like we should all agree as a community right now to set the pact that whenever you see the returning player status, you mercilessly mock that person. They get bonus XP, but also more harassment. And you also try to figure out what game they're coming from. Like where. where oh, yeah. Based on like when they appear, it's like, OK, yeah. what just went out of flavor? Yeah. Oh, you're coming. You're coming back from Blade and Soul. Yeah, that one didn't last, did it? So, like in a month, we can all say, like, "Oh, how Pokemon Sun and Moon treat you?" Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Black Desert didn't pan out like it planned. <laughs> I, yes. I love that it is a 40 year old trucker who plays Black Desert online. It's the only only person that played. Yeah. Uh, or Scruffy the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them. <laughs> Uh, he's going to play the way he died. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so there's going to be some other additional updates. Uh, you're going to be able to preview item color on equipment screens. I thought we that can't was a, already? I, I thought that was a thing. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, paintings will be added as furnishings. Yay. Jocks does care. Talk to us about that. Are you excited? That's good. I don't really like paintings. They're really one dimensional some people well, two dimensional some people thought that um it, it, some people in the chat thought that this would be like turning screenshots into paintings that's, that's when, and when i first saw paintings that's what i was thinking oh man that would have been so cool but that it's actually you got to go to it, it's it like some of these are unlocked by going to uh uh sightseeing logs Ugh. oh really I'm fucking nerds god those are such a pain yeah fuck that yeah i don't know You'll probably be able to sell them too. I doubt that they'd lock them to. You think? If yeah. They're, if they're achievement items, they should be. Rare I don't know. No, nah, I, dude, I don't think so. I think that this is that the sightseeing log was such a niche thing that hmm. yeah, I don't think enough people did them. I, I think true, it, but I, at even, the same time, like you could walk into someone's house and see that painting and be like, oh, that's not something you see every day. It's true. Uh, well, but it would also create a market for different 
for different paintings based on how challenging that uh, that vista is. It's going to be Utsumi Ichi all over again. <laughs> God, except, everyone gets it just to sell it. Except none except of it. Nobody means anything. wants it. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. Means, yeah, none of it means anything. Uh, so uh, patch three point five is set for mid January. <sighs> What's wrong? It's so far away. It's really not. I mean, yeah. It's why can't. 3.5 be like mid-December patch 3.55 be like because, mid-January and then Stormblood uh, February. Then yeah, because That's a this, great the time, time frame for me. The time between Heaven's Word and Stormblood would be too large because they haven't finished it yet. They've got to finish the work on it. Yeah, that's sort of <sighs> yeah. I don't care about that. Yeah, (laughs) clearly not. Uh, But but, yeah, this is gonna be insane. We're gonna have Japanese Fan Fest in December, and then past three point five in January, and yeah, that's gonna be good. Yeah, it definitely. Don't forget about London Fan Fest. Do they have a Fan Fest? No, they don't. It's Frankfurt. That's the same place. No, it's Europe. Europe. There's a lot of Germans who disagree with that. It's across the pond. Europe is really big. It's not in London. Just so you know, Europe is London. Oh my God. Patch 3.55 is set for March. So, just so you know. Mm. Uh, the possibility... Uh, there might... Uh, they might release 3.55 later to help bridge the gap between 3.5 and the expansion based on player feedback from 2.5 and 2.55 prior to Heaven's Word. So, if you're wondering about the spacing, that's why. Okay. Uh, the next live letter will occur during the Japanese Fan Fest. That's December 24th and 25th. Man, how nice of timing is that? I Christmas know. Eve and Christmas Day? I know. Thanks, Japan. Those are my two favorite days. God, that is seriously the worst timing for their Fan Fest. It's how did right? that date get picked? I don't know. Because I know, I know Christmas isn't as big over there, but it's still a holiday. Right? Let's make it as hard for the North American crowd as possible. Hey, and Nero. They're hey, trying what? to call us all a bunch of Christmas cakes. What are we going to do for that day? Uh, for Christmas? We That's on know. Sunday. We don't know. Oh, we don't know yet? We really don't. We're, we're, we're working tr- on we've, it. We've, Please we've, look forward to it. We've been arguing about this for three weeks. Like, what is exactly going to happen? There's yeah. just no Who's good way to do anything I, on that really day. It really isn't. I mean, and, and, the, and the thing is that sucks is that, like, I, you know, we haven't done a show totally by Skype yet. And I'd love. Oh God, would, I'd really like to avoid that. Given how wonderful our shows are when we have Nika and I know Kalo and Skype at the same time, I think it'll be even better with four people on Skype. Be a complete clusterfuck. It would. It would be. It would be the holiday special too. It would. You know. It would sound like a lot of other FF14 shows though. Oh. Shots fired. Just <laughs> saying. Wrong. Anyway. Brutal, <laughs> brutal, <laughs> savage. So that's uh, pretty much everything from Live Letter Twenty Three. I'm excited. Thirty three. Thirty three. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty good Live Letter. Yeah. A lot of the, cool, like it's a lot of QOL stuff, but it's QOL stuff I wasn't expecting to get. So that's the, always a nice bonus. The Diadem stuff I think is yeah. is the probably stuff, the biggest. Yeah. Pretty good. Eggies. No. Oh my god. What is wrong with you? Actually, I like the Eggy stuff because now I don't have to see the stupid ugly. Ifrit and Garuda eggies everywhere. No, you're just going to see the stupid rats everywhere now. I like those rats. Are you going to like them when they're just literally everywhere? Yes. 
Because they... You're going to have to clean up carbuncle shit everywhere. It's going to be all over your shoes. <laughs> yeah. Why would I clean that up? Well, because you're not going to be able to step anywhere unless you do. Well, we have minions to clean that shit up for us. Hmm. Have you not logged into LBR Free Company? <laughs> there are so many people there now. We do have a huge free company. We do. Which, by the way, if you're on Sergeant Hannis and you want to join our free company, just let any member know. You see someone running around with that LBR tag, they can invite you. Can Skuro invite? I think he's the only person who can. No, right? I nope. think he can't. Everyone can. Really? Oh, not sure. even Skuro. No, no, not Skuro. Oh, we might have to change if, that then. I think he can right now. Yeah, if he oh, can, okay. we need to change that. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, all right, so uh, that's going to ramp it up mostly uh, for our topic today. Uh, we've got about 30 minutes left. We haven't read emails in quite no, a we while. we got to get through a few here. So we're going to end the show here then? No. 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 We're going to catch up with some emails. What? Yeah. We want to ruin our long streak? Sorry, bud. What's oh. our streak? Like three weeks? Four weeks? We started like 20 minutes late. I mean, come on. <laughs> we tried Start to- late, get out early. I'm liking this new LBR <laughs> schedule, man. I'm, I'm tell- dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, but before we get to the emails, there's a specific email in here. No. That needs to be read. No, there's yeah, not. It sure does. Oh, no. Does it need to be read with heavy breathing? Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think it does. I think it does. You, you, you feeling up to the challenge? Or are we going to wait for Kahlo? Where did, where did the chat room land on that? <sighs> they were very torn. Yeah. that's Now they're all chanting for the fanfic. <laughs> I don't know. Ugh. I, I think it's much more fun to watch the... Un- I mean, making him read it is going to be good. Making Kahlo read it might also be just as good, but... But it's, it's just experiencing, a level of awkwardness. Yeah, experiencing the of discomfort them. of watching both of them having to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So you were really into it the first time. I don't know why. What? No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. You were totally... <laughs> that was so stupid. We shouldn't do it ever again. <laughs> oh, my... Look at the... Look at this chat, though. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. This is, you know what? We I guess we could do a straw poll for this. Do we want to do a straw poll? While we read emails, okay, yeah, we'll we'll read an email or two while we let the straw poll okay. f- fill up. I'll make we'll, a straw poll. We'll see. We'll see where it is. I'm oh, good at straw poll. We might we might end the show on it. Uh, keep in mind. Look. Keep in mind. Keep in mind. You want? I, I think. I think you want Kahlo here to react to it because it features it features Escalia and Kahlo. So yeah. Just so I, you know. I think what's funny about it is the light that they portray Kahlo in. It's hysterical. Really? They portray him as just a a, a, a fragile child on the inside. Hmm. He is not... Spoilers? Not, not, not inaccurate. <laughs> Spoilers? Spoilers from the first two lines. He's also a fragile child on the outside, too. <laughs> Uh, all right let's read some emails yeah let's read let's read a couple emails here all right this first one uh is from camila breeze i will preface this with the fact that this is just a theory a game (laughs) (laughs) with the live letter done we got to see the patch image of 3.5 and ida shown without tattoos and tupsamati in the center just from the picture alone, we know that Tupsamati is going to be a central role in 3.5 and potentially going forward into Stormblood. I would like to argue the fact that the tattoos that Ida has on are fake and are either inscribed by Papalimo or by another means that she can project them on herself. If there are theories of her being a royal bloodline, this could uh, throw others off by seeing these tattoos and thus keeping her hidden. 
Papalima would be the only one to know this as he is very closely connected to her via a potential promise to her or other means we have not seen yet. If it is a promise, say a promise of helping her to get uh, get her home back, then Tupsamadi comes into play. This is where I want to also stress that Papalima wanted to carry Tupsamadi as it would seem to uh, he would have other motives to have this powerful artifact. I could argue that he wants to fulfill his promise to Ida and thus could use Tupsamadi to ignite a conflict by weakening the Garlean occupation along with other shadowy organizations with dragon eyes. Basically, Papalimo drags us into this Garlean conflict with Tupsamadi. This theory has holes, I know, but I have been watching too many Ethis videos and I am starting to dive down a deep rabbit hole and I needed to write it out even if it is immediately debunked. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for the uh, email, Camilla. We appreciate it. Uh, again, if you want to send an email to Limit Break Radio, hosts at LimitBreakRadio.com is uh, where you send those, just like Camilla did. So uh, an interesting theory there about uh, Ida and the tattoos. Again, a lot of focus being put on these uh, tattoos and so much so that I think like, again, if, if it's a plot point that they're going to have to address the meaning behind the tattoos and the significance behind them before they, you know, explain what removing them or how removing them helps that end goal. I just, I, I feel like we're all making such a big deal out of the tattoos and it's going to be one of those things where we look back later, like why right, that was not a why big deal. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's going to end up being one of those. I know. I know. You think? Yeah. Uh, next you think email? they're ever going to address it? I think they'll address it, but it's going to be something small. Well, I think now they have to. I mean, with how much how much discussion of tattoos has happened since, you know, like since the announcement of Stormblood. Yeah, like, I think so. I think you, you definitely, at some point, like, th- th- there's curiosity about them, clearly. Hmm. So, yeah, I think I think so. I think so. Uh, Juxta, how about you read this next one? Holy cow. All right. Looks like this is from Escalia Lover on Soggy Tennis. <laughs> what? Uh, just so you know, this is in all caps. To all the fucking soul sh- casual social justice warriors out there, get over yourselves. You don't have to insist that all new players stop and read every book, get every chest, and go through a five-minute tutorial on each boss. Jesus. All leveling dungeons are a tank and spank. If you can't handle those mechanics, fucking install. And if you are the only reason is to tell me that, quote, you were new once, don't be a dick. Well, yeah, I was new once, and even I then understood that people... People don't need to spend an hour in a fucking leveling roulette. Skip cutscenes. Do your fucking job. And keep your mouth shut. Get in. Get out. I'm sorry for all the all caps representing my emotions. Holy cow. Jesus. Wow. Uh, there's a there's a there's a, a post signature there. Oh, uh, P.S. Escalia, please look forward to the erotic fan fiction. Your recent segment has been inspired me to raise the bar. Oh, God. Oh, Yikes. God. And the person's name is a Scalia lover, too. Oh, my From God. Sergeant this is Hans. not going to go well. This is not going to go well for me. So, all right. Uh, the poll results so far, uh, we have weight that is leading uh, the results here. But there is another smutty fan fiction here. What? Which, what? Yeah. <gasps> no. Scalia, will you read this one? It's from Lasat. Oh, wow. This is, uh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> Smutty fanfiction for number six to read. <clears throat> Penis. Lissat of Hyperion. Oh, where was it? That's what she said. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lasat, for uh, the fan fiction. It was a good one. That's that's pitiful. I like. The, I expect better. I like the. I like the middle part. <laughs> the end. Just the tip. Uh, <laughs> God. Uh, All right. Uh, All right. Uh, All right. What do you want to eat? One more email. It's pretty short. Looks like. Yeah, yeah. We can probably we can uh, get through one or two more emails. Here. Okay. This email is from TJ. No server given. Is it just me or do the UI updates for jobs sound like MOBA passives? For example, I play Smite, and those passive icons at the bottom left corner not only keep me informed, but also make the character feel more personalized. Um, I you know uh, we'll have to ask our resident MOBA. Expert uh, Scalia, what do you think? No. No? no. They don't? I don't feel like they do. Really? Yeah. No. Okay. I'm sorry. There's not a ton of insight there. No, I don't think they do. Well, I mean, you know, passive abilities is something that we've been asking for. Yeah. So, so, you know, when you say passives, that does sort of elicit, you know, that kind of idea. Well, I mean, most mobile games do have passive abilities, but I don't... I don't feel like that's something that's exclusive to MOBAs. Like, a lot of games have run a passive ability. That's right. Just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can go back to Diablo. They had passives. But the way that it's represented on screen is, I think, his point. Mm, maybe. I, I, I still don't feel like it. I think, I think if SD wants to try and, like, cater that audience a little bit, sure. Like, I think it, I, I need, get why it's popular. Yeah, like, I think I need to see the UI. Yeah. Mm. I With sight, sight unseen, I would guess no. But maybe when I take a look at it, I'll be like, oh. Yeah, never mind. That's just a MOBA. Yeah, ho- hopefully, hopefully, whatever it is, it just makes it feel more Final Fantasy. That's the, I think that's and what, more usable. Yeah, because well, staring at little too, buff yeah. counters in your it is really windows. annoying. Like it's having having that be where your eye is focused for the majority of the fight. Like I I don't know. Like I try to cram my my status icons and my my target list all kind of like in the same screen space, yeah. so that I'm not like my eye isn't drawn to very disparate parts of the screen. Mm-hmm. That can be really difficult, especially when you're trying to manage things like buffs and debuffs. And yeah, like I, I it's. The fact that Square Enix is aware of that and sort of playing into the psychology there, that actually tells me that they're paying attention to the right things. Yeah. Um, and the, and again, you know, not to not to kind of go back on this topic, but this is another reason yet just another reason why the PlayStation 3 hardware needed to be abandoned, why we needed to be able to move past that, because having the ability to do that like there's only so many screen elements that you're going to be able to fit on screen with aging hardware like that um so i think all of that ends up playing to the benefit of the system moving forward so Hmm. we'll see yeah we'll see uh isabel drake sent us a tabloid cover did you want to bring that up yeah sure it's pretty funny i'll read the email that leads into it all right Hey guys, Isabel Drake of Balmung here, and I start off, I've just got to say, when I handed you guys a copy of our first issues cover at FanFest, Aniro's genuine amusement and enjoyment of it really made me feel for the first time like this project was something super special. It was only topped by Koji Fox asking for more copies to hand out in the dev room when we gave him one, and yes, I totally took the opportunity to humble brag. Anyway, I wrote an article about LBR for our in-character tabloid, and since RP isn't your deal, I got to get super meta with it, uh, which was lots of fun. Below, I've linked the article for you guys, along with the cover, since this was your, a cover story for you guys. Enjoy. 
Yeah, and uh, I'm working, this is funny. I'm working on getting the uh, the cover up right now on screen. Uh, I'm sure that uh, Kooky will uh, will link the article down in uh, the chat. Um, but this is really great. I I I think that that they he really did a great job on this. It's it's really funny and just like like you say, you got really meta with it and got to in, enjoy like. We've always enjoyed presenting ourselves in Eorzea as like as a show that happens in there. So for someone to like pick that up as a concept and run with it is cool. Exactly. Exactly. I especially like the fact that my uh, interior decorating is featured on the cover. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Which of uh, course means I have to absolutely change the interior decorating because it was on the cover. Could it happen to your free company? <laughs> Uh, I just I love that a cursed orchestrian spews nothing but hatred and salt. I'll never unhear it. Witnesses forever changed. <laughs> Louis Smalls bastards. He never loved us. They're tragic. Tale. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. It's so good. Mogfoot. Has the missing link been found? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I just I love I love projects like this. I love seeing people's um, you know creative imagination run wild. And uh, yeah, I was super uh, super happy to uh, to participate in the project with them. So we absolutely need more, Isabel. Make hey, yeah. more. Yeah, definitely. Yes. There needs to be more of these. These That's are right. really funny. That's right. Uh, and, and I just it's yeah too fucking funny. Uh, so thank you so much for featuring us on the cover of your tabloid. Uh, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. All um, right. Yeah. From uh, and you can, by the way, you can find uh, more covers and more articles. That's all over at the crucible. F F X I V dot dot com. Check it out. Uh, this one's from Skalkaya from the Ragnarok server. I'm a bit late on my listening schedule, and I'm just going through the LBR episode from last Sunday. A Nero, great documentation, by the way. And I'm starting to get really... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm starting to get really annoyed at the people who claim that if you're not rating, you can't have an opinion about it. But because, let's be real, wink, wink, nah. everybody should really start to talk... Uh, should start to stop talking altogether, I guess, if that were true. Everybody should really start to stop talking. Okay. If we go down that path, guess who doesn't raid? Most of the devs working on the game. Should they stop talking about it too? As devs on a game and uh, you don't really have that much time to master your own game in practice, though you may know more about it than the average player. Want to talk about the PvP session at FanFest? And we know that they uh, test, at least partially, the raid on God Mode. So really, yes, people can have an opinion on stuff they don't have first-hand experience about. And I love to listen to you, your guys' opinions, because you usually have done some research on it. And then Juxta ruins your argument with a badly timed drop. But that's a different Filthy matter. Rats. Oh, sorry. Wow. <laughs> Just continue what you guys thanks do best, and I can't <laughs> wait for your big announcement. Skalkaya of Ragnarok. Uh, thanks so much, Skalkaya. We uh, appreciate the email. Uh, yeah. I, I, man, I'm sorry. I'm out of it. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it's, it's, getting, it's getting late into the show. We're getting there. Yeah. What's the result of our, of our straw poll? Let's see what we're doing here. Wow, you're actually asking? 51% to 49%. Wow. We wait for Kahlo. It is right. 32, 32 votes. 32 votes to 31 votes. Jesus. So by one, people say voting doesn't matter. By one, <laughs> by one vote, by one vote. I think you're spared. We're going we're gonna to wait. So knowing that, let's go 
and read one more email. All right. Two more. Let's go two, two more. Because, yeah. Two more. These, two, right. these, these two are nice and short. So. I got this. This one. this one from Octo is directed at Nika, who's not here. Can we skip that one? Yeah. No. The next one's short, too. You can read that one. <sighs> hey, guys. Zero you know here. Congrats on the 10 years of this awesome podcast. I actually took a two-month break, and I was thinking I was done for good, but after talking to my FC mates about FanFest and the Stormblood trailer, I renewed my subscription, and I am back with my shield and sword. With Stormblood expansion coming up with the revamp of the battle system and a new skill system, do you guys think uh, the whole Heavensward expansion expansion was just a testing expansion for Stormblood? Like the raids was a test to say what works and what doesn't work, the, there isn't any brand new dungeons because the new dungeons might be in Stormblood with the new battle system. What are your thoughts? Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Love you guys. Zero you know. I would have to say it wasn't designed that way like they just said hey your budget's getting cut uh do your best and they so they went into it and then when they were informed that hey we're gonna funnel money back towards you after 15 for stormblood you can go big again maybe they started treating it that way kind of halfway through because we, we talked about that on multiple occasions with things like diadem aquapolis palace of the dead it always felt like a beta test to us yeah yeah, yeah. I, but i mean like in an mmo though I feel like you get a lot of those like an MMO sort of builds on top of itself. It, it it starts with your sort of base set of mechanics and then it just throws things. It keeps piling things on top of, uh, you know, on top of the player and you end up getting to the point where you get a very vibrant, complex, fleshed out world, which I mean, you know, when you when I go back and I think uh, about my experience with FF11 and I compare it to FF14, a lot of times, you know, that the, the comparison doesn't feel fair because we're not, you know, the 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 exposure that FF11 had to a receptive audience was a lot longer than FF14 had. So you had an ability to build on top of those systems instead of, of 14, where everything had to be blown down to the foundation and then rebuilt from there. You had the 1.0 to 2.0 transition. So given that, I think, you know, and 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 FF14 is in such a, a weird place because the game is going to start showing it age, its age soon. It's going to start looking. That kinda, day is coming. Yeah, it's going to start looking a little bit old in probably the next year or two. I mean, I think 15 is going to lend to that a little bit. People are going to look at 15 and see the difference in graphics between 14 and 15. Oh, sure. And really, I mean, a lot of times we compare MMO graphics by what's on the market. So it might take a big high graphics MMO to compete and make you start feeling like FF14 looks aged. I don't yeah. know. I it's it's definitely coming though. And so yeah, you know, I I, I think that there's something to that. There's going to be a day where we can't say, but it looks pretty. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, as long as they keep building on stuff and they keep building on what works, I think that at the end, we're going to have a very diverse MMO. And that's what a lot of us want. You know, the biggest complaints come from when they put us doing the same things over and over again. And so, you know, if we want diversity, they've got to build systems that work first before they can build systems with depth later on right you, you have to you have to have all your baseline systems in and then you can expand on those exactly right exactly uh all right one more email sure one more email all right uh, this is from lion dovakin from the siren server 
Uh, just wanted to share with you an experience I had yesterday. I have been playing FF14 since 2.0 and have been listening to you guys for about a year. I usually can't watch your show live, but I always try and catch it every week on on your website or on YouTube. Thank I you. always look right. I always look forward to listening to your podcast while at work or doing uh, boring grindy stuff in FF14. You guys are always super entertaining, and I appreciate all the hard uh, work you put into the show. I have always enjoyed listening to you, but a recent event has forever changed the way I feel about. Uh, all of you and your shows. Did, did we read this one? Or did he just tell us this one in person? I don't know. It's one about Hurricane Matthew? Uh, I think I think this was told to us at FanFest. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we... We haven't read, read this one. Okay. Yeah. Keep going, asshole. Uh, uh, I just moved to Florida a few months ago. I live less than five miles from the eastern shore. About a week ago, I heard that Hurricane Matthew was headed right for me. I've always lived on the west coast and have never been through a hurricane. This was not even a normal storm, but a major category four storm by the time it got to me. I was honestly really nervous. All of the forecasts had the storm making landfall right where I was. Being so close to the east shoreline put me at real risk. I got evacuation orders, but decided to stay and ride it out. I was hoping that I would not regret that decision in the end. I single-handedly put up my hurricane shutters, fortified the inside of my house, and got as many supplies as I could. People were in a panic, and there was no water, batteries, or even gas within 50 miles of me. Jeez. The stores were picked clean. I knew that even if I made it through the storm, I would potentially be without power uh, for days or even weeks. Thinking I would have no power and no form of entertainment, I decided to download as many Limit Break Radio and Final Encounter Cast shows as I could on my phone. Nice. The hours leading up to the hurricane, I started to get really scared. I was in a panic. Being in fear for your life is a really terrible feeling. It's almost indescribable. So I decided to go to the safest room in the house and barricade myself and my cat in there and turn on your podcasts. I had the Weather Channel on in the background to monitor the storm while listening to you guys. Just hearing your familiar voices set my heart at ease. I was able to calm down and even had a chuckle or two. The first one I listened to was the squall loves rhinoplasty episode (laughs) awesome stuff guys (laughs) even when the storm was right on top of me and wind were knocking over trees tearing off roofs and water flooding into my neighborhood i kept listening to you i'm happy to say that i made it through the hurricane unharmed and for that i am extremely grateful oh good he's not writing this from beyond the grave (laughs) thank goodness that would have been really weird if he talked about how he died at the end of it. Yeah, right. The storm lasted about eight hours, and for the entire eight hours, I was listening to you guys. You got me through one of the scariest things I've ever been through. Even though I don't know any of you personally and we have never met, I feel like you guys are part of my family now. Without hearing your voices and Nero's raging, Nika's humble bragging, <laughs> Juxta's drops, and everyone else, I would not have made it through mentally. I have a newfound respect and love for you. No matter what happens in each of your lives or what happens to your podcast down the road, just know that you really helped me in a time of need and got me through a disaster. It might not mean a lot. Uh, everyone's got their own problems, but it will always mean the world to me. Thank you. Thank you for all of the hard work you have done for your sh- uh, shows, and thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing what you do. You might be a bunch of assholes with microphones, but you are talented assholes and have an intense passion for what you do, and you also have extremely big hearts. Ah, thank you. A Nero, Nika, Ascalia, Juxta, Kuki, Papa, and... What's that other guy's name? (laughs) Is it it like Callow or something? I think it was Randers. Randers. That sounds right. Randers. Okay. I don't remember since I haven't heard his voice in six months. Just thank you so much. Even though I currently don't have a free company and most of my friends have moved off my server, I'm looking forward to getting back on FF14. A big part of that is you guys. Sorry for the long email, but I just wanted to write in and tell you my story. I also plan on supporting you on Patreon if I have enough funds left after the hurricane cleanup. Keep being yourselves. Keep on being awesome. Lion Dovahkiin of the Siren Server. Thank you very much, Lion, for that really awesome and uh, complimentary email we appreciate it it's it's nice to know that the work that we put in to the show is appreciated uh and and, helps you get through terrifying times in your life yeah right Right? that is so cool and i mean we we've we've received a lot of compliments uh while doing the show you know we've 
uh, introduced people who later got married. I mean, you know, we've we've really been able to impact people's lives by doing the show, which is really strange to say about a Final Fantasy podcast. Can we mention about the compliment Dicks. that Austin Creed gave us? I guess it was technically off the record, right? We'll just keep that one. We'll keep that one, one to ourselves. We'll just keep that just for us. Smile. Yeah. Okay. That's for us. Yeah. Um, so just know we're grinning big. Yeah. Right. Um, but thank you. That that that's very very kind. Uh, to think that you know something that we make and you know we do we we put a lot of work in. We put a lot of effort in. Um, but but that something that we make and that we have so much fun making can help somebody through something is really really cool. Yeah. Um. That's not the intention of the show. The show is not to help you through. It's not to help you through your shit, you assholes. It's not. Stop it. It's not. Stop it. It's not. It's not to help you in any way, shape, or form in FF14. There is that is definitely never something that we've strived for. We just talk about stuff. We just talk about 14 stuff. That's all we do. But the fact that it entertains you enough and it provides you enough comfort. At the end of your day, that's awesome. And it's a really cool feeling. It really is. It really is. And so, you know, if you happen to also feel like that, if you if if uh Lion's email struck a nerve with you, consider heading on over to patreon.com slash limit break radio. Uh a dollar a month, five dollars a month. Uh it, whatever fits your budget, your generous support helps make this show and make this show what it is you know people people seem to think that you know like oh you you got your money man like what more do you need from us like i think that you guys have heard how this show has improved objectively in the last three years that we've been doing it yeah cal is not here anymore well that's part of it that's part of it who um blamers i'm sorry Gamer? I mean, you go back, dude, you go back to even the first episode of when we relaunched the show for FF14. What a clusterfuck. And you can, well, not in even the way that it's programmed, but just the way that it sounds. Like, we've improved the quality of the show uh, a lot since since we brought it back. Um, the ability for Juxta to have drops, that's something that your support has gone to, to you know, make a reality. Uh, the fact that the studio has gotten better, uh, the fact that we were able to launch and, and do Final Encountercast from the studio, the fact that that show has visuals, all of these things are things that your support has helped to improve and provide so if you like Final Encountercast, if you like seeing us, if you like seeing the people behind the show and 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 all, everything that comes along with that, um, if you like the fact that Limit Break Radio is weekly, this show didn't used to be weekly. It used to be once a month, and then we would cut it up into pieces. The fact all of that hinges on your support. So... That happens over at patreon.com slash limit break radio. I want to thank you guys for all of your support that you guys have provided us already throughout the last, you know, couple of years that there are a year or so about a year and a half that we've had this fundraising campaign up. And uh, seriously, uh, thank you for everything. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out, for calling the show, uh, for chatting and just for being our audience. Like thanks the for fa- being our fans. It's like, cool. The, 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 and not everyone, like, it, it, being an FF14 fan, you know, like, it, it is not 
no uh, everyone who likes ff14 does not necessarily like limit break radio that Fact. much that <laughs> much is very clear okay it's like it's a special type of ff14 player that we make the show for the it's cool spe- type it's a special yes it's a special type of show special type of audience that we try to cultivate and yeah you know what if we have the image of being the cool kids table guess what that extends to all of the lb army that's not just us that's not just exclusive to us because this show is not just us it's also about you we give you a platform to to uh express your opinions and your thoughts and lend your voice to this show you guys help make this what this is but if you we don't get to sit at the round table no yeah. fuck that Stop no more it. no more round table but kitty table for you but the thing is is that you know at the same time it, you know it provides us a, a way to uh, you know, put our own feelings and our and our own point of view out into Eorzea. And, uh, you know, the, the, the way that we've got the expectations set up with our audience, you, you guys don't ask us to make huge changes in our programming. The only people that do that are fuckholes on YouTube that have no idea or uh, attachment to the way that this show is programmed. And the people who don't even listen to our show. Right. Yeah, they pop in and, and, and pop off a comment like, oh, well, the way you're programming the show doesn't seem to be paying off. You guys should consider changing. No. Go fuck yourself. We're not going to change. Deal with it. Yeah. The whole point of this show was that we wanted to do the show for us. We wanted to do a show that we would find funny, that we would find entertaining. And if it just so happened to find an audience, then that's awesome. If if the audience decides that, well, they said something, you know, they, they said something that offended me. I'm going to pull my he support. He said fag on the air. Yeah. Don't worry. Look, if you listen long enough, look, if, if we do three uninterrupted hours every single week, every single week, three hours, I'm going to hit on a subject that you're going to be queer about. And, and and you're just going to like you're going to want to tune out. But don't worry. Just wait. Wait for the next fucking joke, because at some point I'm going to hit all of you. It's fine. It's fine to get offended. It's, it's fine. like South Park. We it's, will make fun of everyone eventually. Daddy hits me. <laughs> only because I love you. <gasps> <laughs> well, finally, the love confession we've all been waiting for. I need a drop of that. <laughs> Clip it. Clip it. <laughs> Look, it's it it it. it, it it all is humor. That's what that's what drives this show. A lot of other shows, a lot of other FF14 shows specifically are driven by information, are driven by facts. We're not driven by that shit, man. We we have never said this is how you do this fight. This is the accepted way to do this fight. We've never fucking done that. We have abstract discussions about FF14 that and, and and the speculation people fucking love that that's the reason people love limit break radio not because we're offensive i mean some people might there are not people be, who definitely get off on that not because we take stances that they necessarily agree with because i'm sure you know what dude I, we i know that there are people listening right now that we picked up from our guild work conflict people that we picked up from our reddit conflict and i'm sure that they didn't agree with those points of view when we were aiming our 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 bullshit cannons right at them just as the youtube commenters feel like they're under fire from us 
and that's fine. You can feel that way, but that doesn't if if that means that you're not going to be a fan of the show anymore, then you weren't a fucking fan of the show to begin with. And that's fine if you want to leave, you know where the door is. This has been a voluntary relationship from the from the word go. If you want to go, fucking leave. Anero, I feel like you've had this conversation before. A couple of times. Yeah. Hmm. Do you have any opinions on whether or not they should add a piece of gear that lasts the entire expansion? Okay. All right. We're done. We don't have enough time to get into that. <laughs> Show's over, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us here live at twitch.tv slash limit break radio. Join us next time because apparently we're going to have some steamy. steamy. Yes. Sexy. Hard. God, and I'm being told there's more being written. Fan fiction. Throbbing. fan fiction next week guys get hype uh thanks so much for uh all of our callers if you voted in the thing uh chatting in the chat room guys thanks so much for listening limitbreakradio.com is the website uh twitch.tv slash limitbreakradio hit that follow button if you're listening on the podcast limitbreakradio on twitter limitbreakradio on facebook i want to thank my crew we've got kooky persona who's been womaning the phone lines today as well as Skuro hanging out somewhere in the background. They're going to be back in just a few minutes with the LBR Post Show and I also want to thank my co-host Juxtaposition and Ascalia Ryumasa. I'm Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kuki Persona and Aniro Gagori. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Captain Failboat, Zurian Urexin, Azura Giacho, Bianca Forwin, Kalina Ashsaber, Thor Carson, My Waifu, Satori Komeji, Darbykins, Sakura-chan, Dark Flux, Nullpacker, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.